The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. What's going on, my Ghost Squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 270. We are live on YouTube. If you're out there in the chat, then uh, please say hello. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you're wanting to call or text into the show, yes, you can call or text in the show. Utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates over at Aegis Gun Care. That number is 530-364-4678. Go check out AegisGunCare.com. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness, and you're looking for that light, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you medical advice. That could probably be a pretty decent year to talk you through some stuff. If you are looking for someone to get you towards some medical attention, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. We are spotlighting, as always, the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title, United States Marine See the website marines.com, and we are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Go check out all your favorite pro-gun, pro-2A podcasts over on selfdefenseradio.net. Let me get this off of my ugly mug and bring in um, some criminals that will might be uh, hosting with this tonight and, and having a, a night, a nice conversation. You never know. Uh, man, we're, we're, we're being attacked by Ohio. There are two people in here. We already know that it does take two people to spell the four-letter word of Ohio. But uh, I guess with the O-H side of it, uh, our good friend from MK Outdoor Journal, affectionately known as Budget. Uh, what's up, Mike? How you doing, brother? Great to be here, man. No, it's been a while since I've had the opportunity to be on your show. But, uh, you know, my... Uh, that gets in the way, man, you know? Well, you know, I've, I've been working afternoons lately, but... My car trouble today is just means I get to come on here tonight. So that's awesome. That's awesome. It was great and to by have the you. By the way, OH. <laughs> yeah. And the IO part of this fiasco uh, is Chris from the 740. What's up, homie? How much, man? Thanks for the invite. You got it. Um, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. And then the, the, the Matrix might crash tonight with the two Ohio guys on here. So we'll see. Uh, our good buddy who is, uh, with EAA over there, more importantly, he's just a pretty solid, decent guy. Um, I guess, I guess we're happy to have him. I don't know, but, uh, what's up? What's up, Chase? How you doing, bud? What's up, man? Doing good. I don't know, man. You tell me everything good. It's been, it's been a long couple weeks. Yeah. It's been a, it's been <laughs> a nice long day. So I figured I'd come on here and see if I could make it worse. Well, you know, the last few weeks have been long days for you as well, and uh, you have um, basically 
gone to bed. So uh, I'm glad that you're able to stay up at this late hour in Florida. So. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like such an old dude the other night. I was like, yeah, I was passed out before 8 o'clock. Yeah, you are an old dude. Actually, you're much younger than I am. But, you know, it is what it is. Old. You act old. You act old. No, okay. I mean, I'm a night owl. And that was not characteristic for me to be out that early. <laughs> I understand. And our co-host on this fiasco, the, if you will, we'll call it the uh, shotgun writer from the great state of Texas, the tactical virus. I mean, uh, Leprechaun. What's up, Clove? Hey, man. It's all good. All right. It's all good. Oh, it's yeah. all good. It's all good. It's all good in the hood. In the wood, I should say. In the woods, yeah. In the wood yeah. hood, baby. The wood yeah. hood. Hashtag tree lot tree people lives matter, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Remember when that was yeah. a thing? That was a long Good time times, ago. man. We can't forget the tree people. We have to keep them in our thoughts and prayers every day. They have a tough life, man. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh speaking of shotguns, you got a shotgun for us for the week? You know, have we ever mentioned the model twelve from Winchester? Got me. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, pretty iconic. <laughs> uh <laughs> Pretty iconic. Yeah. All right. So the Winchester Model 12. All right. Uh, Let's take a few seconds. Let the notifications get out there and say hey to everybody in the chat. Like I said, we don't know that you're out there unless you say something in the live chat. So uh, tonight could be a a fun discussion, could be an interesting discussion. I've already had several texts and emails throughout the day. so oh, geez, could be, there went the property value. Yeah, there, there it went. It's all good. It's all good. What's up, Snob? Not much. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, how's Bristol? There he is. Good. Is he starting to get any feeling back? I think so. He's starting to act like it, maybe. Nice. So I'm hoping it's good. Nice. That's nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, so tonight might be an interesting conversation, and it's okay. I, I like uh, dissenting. Uh, opinions on things is just keep it civil and, and all that. And out there in the chat, say what you got to say, uh, be respectful. And uh, yeah, we'll have a, a cool conversation uh, out there. Snob was out there first, at least the first on my screen. So uh, you win and add a boy. Good job. Chris with the seven four is working double duty bucks out there. Tactical snob. I mean, the tactical FUD. I just saw snob. Sorry. Tactical. Well, he might be a, he might be a snob. He knows. Uh, Screaming Skull Saloon. He said, I'm just here for the tacos and ammo. There you go. It is Taco Tuesday. So uh, he said that as of today, I'm 20 rounds of Spear Gold dot 124 grain plus P 9 millimeter richer. Got some defensive ammo. I like that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Aegis Rod's out there. We wish you was Shelly, but we'll take Rod. It's what's going on in here. Do you mind if us feds hang out for a while? Hey, Take notes, man. I'm already on plenty of lists. So what's another one? It's all good. Marcus is out there. What's up, Marcus? Uh, AB's out there. He said, what up, y'all? Uh, all the way from the big Alaska. Uh, Mike's working double duty out there. Wes is out there. What's up, Wes? Clover says, I am not here. Well, not all here, but that's normal, right? Uh, yeah, very few, very seldom are you all with it, but it's okay. Chris Lang's out there. What's going on, Chris? Uh, Diesel Cora. I don't remember seeing that one before. Welcome to it. Um, 
if it's your first time we we're sorry we uh we know we're not going to actually you know help you with anything we just hope not to make you any dumber but we can't promise that either so welcome diesel uh let's see here gary's out there what's up gary gary's got a link out there if you ever wants to jump in marcus just an update from last week i was able to finally play a little with night vision and thermal and although i'm probably gonna go do both i really like the thermal better and my wife is gonna get it well even better when the wife gets it you don't have to worry about uh, hiding it or convincing her or any um craziness like that so congratulations uh one percent's out there what's going on rich um let's see here mc's out there what's going on mc and i miss jason ewing's out there what's going on and that's what we got out there that at least have said something like i said we don't know what you're out there unless you say something um you guys know that every thursday saturday and monday over on youtube community tab we we have our ghost tactical polls so uh, let's go check out this week's polls this was last thursday it's got 1.8 thousand votes of these which is your favorite fast food burger notice i say of these in and out mcdonald's wendy's or whataburger uh mike do you have a favorite of those anybody who saw me in tulsa knows it's whataburger all the way <laughs> absolutely absolutely uh by the way chris um chris this year was the one who got the bib that started a couple years back with mike so um it must be an ohio thing i guess but yeah chris got the bib this time uh, who's this mike you keep referring to i don't know him as mike i know <laughs> i, I want to say budget but like I, I don't know if he gets mad if i call him budget you know call me whatever you want i'm used to it i don't care okay <laughs> all right it's gonna be budget uh yeah it's always gonna be budget uh for me and that's just how it Sorry. goes I mean. what are your pronouns again budget that's right. What do you identify as? <laughs> bitch. Uh, well, that's Clover. Clover yeah, is bitch. Wh whatever. That, that's that's how it is. I'm so passive. It's whatever. That's how I identify. <laughs> My pronouns are whatever the fuck you want. Don't care. There you go. There you go. Uh, Chris, of those four, do you have a favorite burger? Well. And it's okay if you don't say Whataburger. I can't kick you well, out. Well, no. Time. Okay. So here's the So I got to say Wendy's. Because okay. we don't have Whataburger or In N Out here in Ohio. But mm. that Whataburger was damn good. So I know. Good. I know. That's that's why I picked it because it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I eat Wendy's all the time. Whataburger, I hadn't had one in damn near 30 years. So yeah, it was it hit the spot. Yep, absolutely. Uh Claude, do I even need to ask you? Nope. Nope. All right. All right. I figured that much. Uh, and actually, Chase, I had okay. Waterburger. Talk about thirty years or whatever. I had Waterburger Friday night. So there you go. There you go. Uh, Chase, of those four, do you have a favorite? I mean, of those, it's Waterburger for sure. And I mean, pissed off all the West Coast people. I want to in and out. Not that great. It's okay. It's it's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it's not fantastic. No, it's not. Um, That's how I feel about Whataburger. It's okay. It's not fantastic. I eat it once a week. All right. So which one? What, what do you like? In and out, because I only get it every now and then. Whenever I go to Dallas okay. or Vegas or somewhere. 
Yeah. Yeah, you'll have one next month, I guess, huh? You turn around, I will. <laughs> I usually stop in, on the usually I stop in Kingman on the drive out because there's one in Kingman. Yeah. But I'm not driving this year, so Yeah. That might have to be what you get on the way home from the airport, huh? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I, you know, and and in and in and out's good. In and out's good. Um I think Wendy's is better than In and Out for me. Now, maybe it's because I always get Wendy's and I also get a chocolate frosty with it. Maybe that's what makes the, the experience better for me. I don't know. There's just something wrong um, with a square think... hamburger. It's just not right. There it is. So. <laughs> Please take care of Calaveras. He no longer deserves to be here. He said, Whataburger is over glorified McDonald's. You shut your mouth, sir. You shut your mouth. Uh, now, Stan says, what about Brahms? Now, I want to say this. If no one's been to Brahms, first of all, they have good ice cream. Not as good as Bluebell, but they have good ice cream. Um, but Brahms actually has really good food. Uh, they do have a good burger. They have a really good, like, chicken sandwich. So, Brahms, yeah, Brahms is pretty good. Uh, I don't think it's anywhere near Whataburger, but that's just me. Uh, I do like the fact that uh, I saw a podcast, an interview with um, Patrick Mahomes last week, and and he was saying, uh-oh, Mike just said, I'm out of here. He didn't like the whole uh, Brahms thing, apparently. Uh, he'll probably jump back in. But no, Patrick Mahomes was saying where Clover uh, lives, but uh, they didn't have a lot of money in a uh, franchise. So that's pretty cool. So he bought uh, a Waterburger franchise. Robots are getting you pretty bad, bro. Uh, they're getting me? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I thought it was me. That's why I turned off my camera because I thought it was me. Can you hear me? No, it's him for sure. I can hear you. Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Yeah, you're back. I hear you. Okay, well, I'll just turn my camera off. Is that better? Am I back? Mm -hmm. That's so yes. much better. Yes. All right, that was weird. Uh, so I don't know if you guys heard, but like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, uh, they didn't have a Waterbury in Kansas City. So what does any rich guy do? He buys a franchise. That's pretty cool. Uh, so there's a Waterburger down in Kansas City. I think that Patrick Mahomes owns it. So that's kind of cool. Um, we need to get somebody in Ohio to do that. No kidding, right? What's the holdup? Uh, right, fun. there you go. I'm not rich. That's what yep. the holdup is. Ah, bank's got money. <laughs> Yeah, you can you always wear a mask go. in there. They'll give it to you, I hear. I promise you that you will make money on Whataburger enough to plenty, plenty carry that note. I promise you. Yeah. Um, the, I, I, you know, here's the thing. So the results are 32% say Wendy's. 28% say In-N-Out. 21% say Whataburger and 18% say McDonald's. Interesting. So, okay. We'll, we'll just let that fester for a little bit. Um, our next one was put out yesterday, and it's got 1.6 thousand votes. Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Your choices are Leia, Vader, Luke, and Yoda. Uh, budget. Let's start with you on this one. Uh, of those four, do you have a favorite Star Wars character? Vader, absolutely. Yes, that's, that's that's the only right answer. So yeah, um, but yeah, 
Uh, I agree. Well done, sir. Well played. Anyone else? Uh, any anybody who says anything else deserves to be force choked. That's all I'm saying. There, there are some characters that I really, 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 really do like, but uh, I'm a, I'm a big Vader guy. Um, I'm probably one of the very few that are an Empire guy. Um, I, I love Han Solo, uh, just because, like that dude has no expectations from anyone. He has a Wookiee for a best friend, and he gets Princess Leia. So that's a pretty good life right there. Um, but yeah, Vader's a guy. Uh, Snob, let's go life story. I wish that was my life story. That would be great. Um, I mean, you know, that's what it is. You have a Wookiee for a friend. I do have a Wookiee for a friend. I've got several Wookiees for friends, so I guess that's cool. I did get the girl. I definitely married up. Um, and no one really expects anything from me, so I guess I kind of am like Han. That's kind of interesting if you think about it. Go figure, huh? Uh, Snob, what about you? I know that uh, you're you're not a big Star Wars guy, I don't believe, but of those, do you have a favorite character, Star Wars? Uh, it's the one that has the mute button. Well, I was trying to remember his name because he wasn't on your list, but uh, yeah. Jar Jar Binks, I just remembered it. Oh, Jar Jar. <laughs> I mean, you know, speaking of deserving thought, to get force choked, I think Snob's firmly in that camp. I mean, if I had to pick from your list, I'd pick Darth Vader, but I do like Star Wars. I have enjoyed it. I never watched it. I was literally 35 before I ever watched it. Any hey, I'd rather you be late to the party than never show up at all. So. Now, uh, Jar Jar, Jar Jar was definitely there for comic relief and he did his part very, very well. So that's for sure. Uh, Clover's Clover's is Jabba the Hutt. So do we need to even ask him? <laughs> um, no, it's gotta be the chosen one, right? Come on. It's gotta be, it's gotta be. It's all about the chosen one, which is Vader. Yeah, that's right. Not Luke. People think it was Luke. That is not the chosen one. The prophecy was that Anakin would restore the balance in the force. And that was Luke. No, 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 no. That was Anakin. After he became Vader and kind of was Anakin for the last few minutes of his life, became Anakin again, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Uh, Chase, um, I know that you don't watch Star Wars. You're more of into the adult film stuff. So in the adult film world, is there a, a Star Wars character that you've enjoyed? <laughs> it's definitely Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Jabba you know? the Hutt. He's no, probably going to say Leia because of the bikini, which I would not disagree with, by the way. No, I have been a lifelong Star Wars nerd since I was a kid, <laughs> and I have... 100% Team Empire fucking rebel scum. So I'm it's been Vader. About. It's been Vader all the way. Bunch I'm of, always, bunch always of terrorists. Bunch of terrorists, right? I mean, come yeah, on. Like, that's right. You are. The rebellion was a bunch of terrorists. Look, you Think killed about a bunch of, 
bunch of innocent workers on the Death Star. Yeah, think about how many, I mean, literally, literally old Latino women pushing a cart with towels and soaps (laughs) and toiletries in the Death Star they killed and stuff. It's like, really? All the the elderly janitors on the Death Star, you know, it's like, what did they do to you? Come on, really? They do shit. Got a bunch of poor, like, little Jar Jar's friends, like, putting that shit together and they just boil them all up. Um, just want to let you guys know, Aegis and Rod out there says, come on, it's obviously Luke. So, um, just a friendly reminder, we are looking for a new sponsor for the ghost tactical hotline. Um, so if anyone's interested, let me know. Luke was was so whiny from his very first first line in the very first. He had a crush on his sister. Come on. Like quit whining. You're killing me. I mean, if my sister was. He whined more than Anakin did, and that's saying something. Yes. Yeah, that's that. That is saying something. Uh, Ozzy says uh, Yoda's the best. I I I could go with that. I I could go. I think Yoda is probably my second favorite character in the Star Wars realm. Um, um, So I wouldn't. I would. uh, I would. I'd be okay with that. Wes says, I promised my son we would watch all the Star Wars movies in December. So we're two movies in. It's fun watching them with the kids for the first time. Now, oh, yeah. so Wes, the question is, what sequence are you watching them? Are you watching them by like the actual release date, like the original trilogy, then the, the bad trilogy, and then the worst trilogy? Or are you watching them from like on the timeline goes the beginning? Uh, be interesting to hear about that. Uh, Obi Wan, yeah, I mean Obi Wan is a great character too. I like Obi Wan. What's that now? I was gonna say watch it the correct way. The Empire Strikes Back over and over. You know, so there's a lot of people that are talking. Uh, I saw this thing. They're talking about like what's the best sequel of all time, and I don't know if Empire Strikes Back is considered a sequel. If it is, then it is hands down the best sequel of all time. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, okay, that's fair. So Screaming Skulls says, what about R2-D2? That's fair. R- the, the, the combination of R2 and C-3PO is one of the greatest comic uh, combinations ever, if you really think about it. So if anybody, has anybody watched anybody watched in the Machete machete Order? You watch I'm sorry, it, what? You, you watch them in, in the Machete. It's called the Machete Order. So you I don't watch, know what the Machete Order is. Okay. Educate me. You, so you, watch, you watch A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, then you watch Attack of Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Well, yeah, that's kind of how most of us had to you watch, watch it. <laughs> you watch Return of the Jedi after... No, not really. You watch Return of the Jedi after the prequels. Oh, really? Ew. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Because you watch, uh, okay. go ahead. But you watch the prequels. No, no, no. As, you watch the prequels. As, it's why well, if you haven't watched the machete stuff, you wouldn't understand. But you watch it, and it gives the allude. It's a what a, a flashback sequence. The the prequels are oh. a flashback sequence. Yeah. Ah, I got you. I got you. And then Vader dies. It okay. Mm-hmm. You watch Vader. Okay, I got you. Yep. Uh, Hawaii Volcano Squad. Damn, I hadn't seen HBS forever. What's up, homie? Uh, he said Darth Maul. Hey, Darth Maul, in my opinion, aside aside from Vader, 
Um, Darth Maul is the greatest Sith, man. That that dude was a badass. Well, and and being able Sith. to wield the dark saber, right? That's no like. This is true. This is easy, true. Easy task, and he was. Yeah. So. No, he's badass. Badass. Um, Chris, favorite Star Wars character? Well, if we're going off the list, it's got to be Vader. Okay, if it's not on the list, who would it be? For me, I you know, I was I, Boba Fett was my favorite character as a okay. kid. I could go with that. I could. I'm down with that. Um, with the least amount of time on the, you know, very little time in the movies, but like made this huge impact on the whole thing. So, uh, I love Solo. Solo's character was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd have to say those are my two favorites out of the out of the original three movies. Yeah, I like all the original three. Could you imagine? Yeah. So the Vader scene at the end of Rogue One. Can you imagine oh, if that oh, would have started awesome. everything in the theaters? Yeah. Can you imagine if that would have started it's, everything it's in seventy-seven? The best oh, fifteen oh, oh, oh. seconds of of oh. any movie in the Star Wars realm. The greatest fifteen seconds is when he just goes off on the uh, the transport oh, pod. It's crazy. Oh my god, it's amazing! Gives um, us, gives everybody everything they've been wanting for thirty plus years. Yeah, because I mean, everyone that kind of keeps up with with the realm knows that that Vader. I mean, like that first, you know, ten years that um, Anakin became Vader, like he was evil. Like he was just he was trying to destroy, and he was that that guy. And we never got to see Vader go off except for that fifteen seconds. Uh, I will say this. Um, if you guys haven't seen, oh, nice stop. Well played, sir. Um, if you haven't seen uh, on Disney, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, the last episode of that is epic. It, it, it has the, uh, the battle between Obi-Wan and Vader um, fight. It, it's, it's a pretty epic um, fight scene. So go check that out. It's it awesome. Uh, yeah, R2, R2, man, R2. I'm telling you, R2 did a lot of stuff. Um, I am surprised that no one has mentioned Finn. I, I really am. Uh, I, I figured Finn would be the top of most people's list uh, as the most hated character in, in Star Wars history. Um, I could not stand Finn. He was almost as much of a whiny bitch as Luke, just saying. The whole, honestly, the whole last trilogy, which is it's fucking terrible it's 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 hard to sit there and say that something was worse than the first trilogy but i think they accomplished that in the second one especially the second movie of the trilogy the second movie was the worst star wars movie that has ever happened and the fact that they had all of a sudden leia's like got the force and was dead in outer space and comes back. The force brings her back and she flies back to this. I'm like, come on. Like you had the opportunity to kill legs right after she died in real life. They had the opportunity to do it and they didn't. It really pissed me off. I, I do not <laughs> disagree. I do not disagree. That movie was horrible, but there was one scene in that movie that almost makes it worth putting up with the entire movie. And it's a scene where they were chick, that I could, can't stand the chick, but she jumps to light speed and cuts the other ship in half. That's awesome. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. 
When she, that she, was she cool. takes the cruiser by herself and does it. That was pretty cool. I'll give it that. That was, that was pretty wicked, was, man. That was but pretty awesome. That, yep. whole, that whole three movies of just dismal terribleness was, I just, ugh. Ray was absolutely like, wretched. Yeah. Like, I, the the first the one thing. of the last trilogy, the, the Force Awakens, is that what it was called? Whatever it was when they introduced Ray and all of that. Yeah. Um, I left that. That wasn't a terrible movie. Um, all of them wasn't a great, but it wasn't terrible. And I left that theater. It wasn't terrible till Finn opened his mouth. Well, that's a whole, that, once again, that, that, that's, that's a whole different thing. Um, but I remember leaving the theater with like hope of this being, because remember, we're coming off of 20 years basically of the, the prequel trilogy, which were god awful. And so I was like, okay, do I really want them to come back? I watched that. I was like, okay, I left the theater with hope that. The, this trilogy could be pretty decent and then after the second one i literally was walking out of the theater and i was pissed like i looked at my wife and i was like that's the worst movie i've ever seen in my life i was so so unhappy don't insult the ewoks like that i hear you um rich really says like he refuses to yeah uh, he refused to admit that the three trilogy exists. So Jar Jar is the worst Star Trek character. So if you take the last three out, and yeah, Jar Jar, yeah, could be could be the worst character ever. Dude, the last you. three make the first three look like the second three. That's yeah, that's, that's sad, way. isn't it? Like that's, that's sad. Is like the the the, tr the the prequel trilogy actually looks good now. And that's how they ended it. Can you believe that's how they ended it? It's just it's it's maddening. What makes uh, you what makes you even more upset with the with the sequel, the last three, the last yeah. trilogy, is that within that you had Rogue One. So you know they it's, could do a good movie. Amazing. I love Rogue One. It's like, and I didn't mind I didn't mind Rogue solo. One was great. Rogue One was great. Yeah. Rogue yeah, One Rogue shows you one the grittiness the, that it needs to be, like the those movies need. Yeah. Um, the droid in Rogue One was awesome. Um, yeah, great. I, I loved Rogue One. I could watch Rogue One again and, and be happy watching it, no problem. Um, I, I think I've watched Rogue One almost as many times now as I watch the original three. Oh, no way for me. Uh, there's just no possible way. But I have watched Rogue One a lot, um, and I enjoy yeah. it every time. Yeah, it's a great movie. Great movie. really is. Have you guys this... been watching Andor? I have not yet. No, I'm going yep. to binge it uh, when it's all done. It, it's 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 worth it. Does it get oh, better? Yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm one episode in, and I'm I'm like, I hope this gets better. Does it, it, get, get, it better? does get better. It gets way better. Okay, cool. It all comes together. It's yeah. good. It's a slow burn kind of show, but it's you got to develop all the backstory of like the espionage and all that. But it's it gets better. Yeah, yeah. it's it's setting up how Cassian Andor became what you see at the beginning of Rogue One. Mm. Y'all are forgetting. Yeah, I'm Ewoks looking forward to that. Nobody brought it up. I can't even remember the name of it. The Jedi. Ewoks have a movie. You want yeah. Return of the Jedi? No, they have their own little movie i can't remember the name of oh vomit. they had they had their own little special yes it was, it was terrible, terrible. There, oh there the was... ewok christmas are you talking no, about the christmas no, thing no no no, no, no there's like a little 
Yeah, Battle yeah. of Endor. Yeah, Battle yeah. of Endor, right. Caravan of Courage. Yeah, they, um, and they also had um, cartoons. He watched cartoons. I yeah. do. Remember. I haven't watched much of the cartoon stuff. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. See, Battle um, of Endor. Battle of Endor was better than Caravan of Courage, I think. But I don't think I've seen any but the Battle of Endor, and it wasn't but very good. Neither one was good. Yeah. I, was, See, yeah. I prefer to believe the fan theory that the second Death Star's destruction caused the atmosphere of Endor to catch fire and incinerate everything on the planet, including the Ewoks. That's what I prefer to believe. Wow. I'm, okay. I'm cool with that theory. <laughs> There's no way a bunch of fucking retard teddy bears beat the 501st. I'm just saying. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you never know. That's with rocks and slingshots, by the way. The guys that literally assaulted Hoff and killed everything got killed by retard teddy bears. Is not how this works. Exactly. Um, you do realize until Baby Yoda was introduced, the Ewoks were still like the greatest selling uh, Star Wars like dolls or whatever you want to call it. The Ewoks were still until Baby Yoda. Um, it is that don't yeah. make it right. Plus one hundred for marketing skills, no doubt. Oh, 100%. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Um, 46 no, my five-year-old little girl loves Darth Vader, just saying. That's my. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, she's well, asking me. She's like, she... Go ahead. I was going to say, she's she's asked me, she's like, does Darth Vader kill the little Ewok things? Like, she's point blank asked that. And I'm so sad I can't show her. I understand. Uh, 46% of you had the right answer with Darth Vader. 25% of you, I would take with his second best answer at, at Yoda. 17% were uh, relatively accurate with a third place with Leia. And 12% of you were 100% right with the fourth best uh, of this four is Luke Skywalker. So, uh, yeah. There was probably a lot of write-in for Boba Fett, I got to figure, right? Oh, let's go in. There was a bunch of... um, Because he's up there for me, without a doubt. I mean, I was big. Oh, yeah, Boba's up there. Canon and non-canon. He did not get a lot of screen time, obviously. Now, a lot of them were seeing the original Boba, not the Disney Fett. Um, Boba Fett, yes. Um, the, The bounty hunter, when he was still a bounty hunter, yeah. Uh, Mark Camel shenanigans is the reason no one is voting for him. I think there's a lot of reasons why no one's voting for Luke. Uh, Count Dooku got a couple votes. Um, that's that's pretty cool. Kenobi, Anakin, R two D two. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Boba got uh, one. One person even said Lando. You stop yourself. Uh, Just, well, Billy D, come on, come on, come on. I like Lando. Shut up. I don't care. Billy D, yeah, Billy D, the Billy D version for sure. But yeah. oh, absolutely, because it's Billy D. Williams. That's why. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, last one we're going to talk about has one point five thousand votes. What item or items would you start your survival pack? This kind of goes off of the discussion we had last week. Uh, your choices are food and water, a first aid kit, medications. Rope or a knife? Um, Chris, uh, let's go. Let's start with Snob on this one. Can I go in weird order? Um, what would you start a survival pack with of those of those items? Hmm. Of those items, I guess a knife. 
Okay, that's that's fair. It's kind of utilitarian. It's a tool. Yeah, we gotta have. You gotta have. If you use your knife correctly, you can you can come up with the other items. This is true. This is very very true. Um, Yes, for clover, it is Bubba Fett, not Boba Fett. It is Bubba (laughs) Fett. I think that was that was over on Gary's thing, wasn't it? You brought that up on Gary's last week. That was pretty funny. I, I, I almost peed myself when you said that. Uh, Chase, what about you? Starting a survival pack, what would you start it with? I'm in, I'm in agreement. I'm in the same line of thinking there. It would be a knife because with a knife, I can get the other shit I want or mm. start collecting it, but it's a knife and it's utilitarian. Do a lot with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, what about you? Yeah, I got to go with the knife. I hate to I'd switch it up, but it it's true. You can use it to get whatever else you need. So absolutely. Yeah. Uh budget, what about you? Get another vote for a knife and for the same reasons, because with a knife I can acquire or get everything I need except medications. So yep. yeah. I understand that. Uh Clove, you gonna throw a curveball at us or what? Might as well have put Darth Vader in the list. It's a knife. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny. We had a discussion last week. Now, Daniel says food and water, and he says the next shelter. Um, and, and I'm not I'm not gonna tell anybody that they're wrong, um, but you're wrong. No <laughs> uh food and water, and that's the one that I think everyone goes to. And here's the thing if 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 you try a little bit, even if you don't have a knife, okay, even if you don't have a knife, um, if if you are familiar with the land that you're on, you should be able to find some sort of a water source, a, a, a stream, a creek, a, a pond, you know, a lake, whatever, ocean. It might be weird, but you can filter that shit if you need to. But uh, you should be able to find a water source pretty pretty quickly. Um, food. You should be able to find something to eat. It may not be what you want to eat, um, but you can eat. I, I've I've been in train where we had to eat bugs, and, and I don't like little bugs and critters, but you do what you got to do. Um, but here's also the big reason. We talked on this a little bit about last week, and um, here's one of the things that people don't realize. Your body can go a lot longer than you think without eating. It can go easily without even showing signs for a week. Now, you probably need to have water in you within a few days, uh, three or four days. But food, you can go without food easily for a week. Not saying you should. I'm just saying that um, when you're talking about a survival pack or bug out bag or whatever, understand that food and water usually take up a lot of real estate in those bags. Um, So you can utilize you can utilize that room in your bag for other things like rope, like a knife, like whatever. Um, we talked a little bit about last week also is medications, especially, you know, you, you need some, probably some antibacterial um, ointments. Maybe you need some kind of like a Tylenol or Advil or ibuprofen or a leave or something. Um, but especially if you have, um, it sounds crazy, but if you have prescription medications that you're having to take, you should always have some of those uh, extras lying around just in case. Uh, okay. We got a phone call. Here this is. 
Pat the Bogger. Armistice and Podcast. Who's this? Yeah, I figured we hadn't heard from Pat in a while. Uh, what's going on? We can't hear him if he's talking. You can't hear him? I can't. I cannot either. Really? Um, nope. No talking. Let's yep, see. Can't hear him either. That's very interesting. I can hear you fine, Pat, but that doesn't I mean, that's seem... the smartest things Pat ever said, is what he said right then when no one could hear him, but... I did that. I muted him because it was echo was sick. Yeah. Wow, that was bad. Ooh, you're muted, Ghost. In case you know, when you did whatever you did, the echo went crazy. I was like, that was like a reverb and a phaser and a chorus all together. Uh, that was rough. Hang on, let me see if he can even hear us. He may have killed his audio to hear us. Oh, can you hear there me? You I muted yeah. me for some reason. Um, I did. Yeah, I, I, did. I, didn't, I didn't hear the reverb, so I don't know. That was weird. Oh, it was bad. Well, I'm not going to take any calls at this point. Maybe it's something through Google Voice. I'm not real sure. Um, we'll uh, not take any calls right now. Um, yeah, medications we're going about medications is something that um, is going to be important. Um, as far as the vote goes, 59% say food and water. I'm never going to say you should go without food and water. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I think there are logical answers other than food and water to start your survival pack with, but. 59% food and water. Uh, first aid kit, 11%. Uh, knife, okay, knife was, I'm sorry, knife was at 28%. Uh, first aid kit at 11 Medications at 2% and rope with 1%. Uh, I'm okay with the rope. Uh, I think rope could be utilized for a lot of things. Um, now, when you say, someone out there said shelter. I think it might have been, who was that? Daniel, maybe? said shelter so there are certain things that you definitely have to have in your pack um, a weapon slash tool which would be a knife uh, you need to have a heat source you need to have some sort of shelter to survive i'm telling you um what in the hell are y'all doing fudalorian oh my god <laughs> just stop <laughs> Uh, I bet you could probably come up with a really badass tattoo for Fudalorian, though. It'd be pretty cool. Hmm. Like if you made it orange or something, uh, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, I, I think people can get it. You can get a tarp for a couple bucks, especially if it's on clearance at, at Walmart. A tarp can do so many things. One, it could be shelter. Two, you could utilize it to uh, get wood and, and put wood in a tarp and, and drag it instead of having to carry one at a time. A lot of things you can utilize with a tarp, um, you know. But yeah, um, there's a lot of things, and we're not going to go into the whole survival because that's a whole other discussion. We can do that again 
What's up? Chicago Mike. What's up, bro? Survival of our things you're going to have to have. Um, and I don't know that I don't pick food and water as choice, but that doesn't mean that it's, it's not a valid choice. Um, rebel scums out there now. Uh, me so gun snob. Um, well done. Well done, sir. Well done. Um, yeah, so budget out there. Cutting tool, combustion device, cover, cordage, and metal container. 100%. 100%. So, yeah, anything else that you guys in budget, it might just step in, but as far as maybe not the first choice, but what are some, for people out there trying to put a survival pack together, what's like the, the, the three, four, or five things? And I like where you're going with that budget, but there are certain things that you are, are very necessary to survive. A heat source is obviously one, um, whether that's uh, some way to start a fire, um, something, but a heat source is definitely one. Um, go ahead. I can't, uh, take credit for that. I can't take credit for that. Stole that from Dave Canterbury. That's the first five C's. It's the you know, cutting tool, combustion device, cover cordage and metal container. Got to have a cutting tool so you can cut stuff and make stuff a combustion device. So you can start a fire, a yep. cover, you know, your cover element, like a tarp or an mm-hmm. emergency blanket or, or something. Or it could just be whatever clothes you're wearing that are appropriate for the environment. Right. Uh, metal right. container so you can collect, store, and purify water because you can yep. use your fire to boil in a, in a metal container. Those five things right. go with me anytime I go in the woods, period, regardless. Now, cordage, are you talking about like ropes or paracord, stuff like that? Yes. Anything. There's a lot of people don't know about it. Number 36 bank line. Yeah, sure. There is a, a, a thing that, I mean, I've got a ton of it, and I'm sure most people have. There are there are people out there that have never heard of it. It's called survival cord. It's kind of a paracord-ish like thing. But if you cut the, the, the cord inside, you have like fishing line as part of the inside guts of the paracord. Um, so if you guys have an opportunity to find some, um, some survival cords, I think that's what they call it really, um, it's 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 a kind of a cool stuff to have. It's it's paracord, but it's got a little extra stuff inside that that paracord doesn't. So it's not just the nylon and all of that stuff. So pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so tonight's discussion is uh, like I said, I've already gotten several texts and emails from people throughout the day wanting to know if I'm willing to start World War Three. Um, Chicago Mike says. Most of your hoodies are out of stock for 3X. Man, I have nothing to do with the stock, unfortunately. Uh, it might just be that time of year. There's a, there's a lot of people ordering stuff, not just me, but uh, through Spreadshirt, they might just be running low on 3X hoodies. Uh, maybe keep checking. I appreciate I'll keep checking as well. If I see something, I'll, I'll let you know. But, um, yeah, it's probably just that time of year, bro, honestly. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, Carrying and everyone knows that I'm a big concealed carry guy. It's which one of the main um, issues and topics and themes of, of my channel. Um, and I'm a big supporter of concealed carry, and, and I, I want everyone to at least think about carrying. But the question comes out: Should everybody carry? And uh, we're going to have some dissenting opinions, and that's okay. It's it's this conversation. Um, I'm 
I have the belief, and this is gonna this is where people get pissed off at me. Um, I do not believe that everyone should carry. Um, at least not right away, but there's, there are people that I know that I don't want carrying. So there are people I, I, I do not believe everyone should carry. Uh, we're going to kind of go through the room real quick to start this off and kind of get everyone's initial thoughts on this before the discussion starts. And just simply, Chris, I'm going to start with you. Just simply in your, your opinion, um, in general statements, do you think that everyone should carry? No. Okay. Um, and it's one of those things where I, I don't want people, uh, I don't care if you disagree because that's where the great conversation starts. Uh, Chase, go with you. Uh, should everybody carry? While every American citizen has the right, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, budget. What about you? Uh, that would be no. <laughs> everybody no, has that you. right absolutely but just because you can do a thing doesn't necessarily mean you should and there are some people out there who just plain shouldn't um i know some of those people i think we all know someone in our lives that uh probably shouldn't carry and we'll go into that uh you're assholes i don't know why you're saying that uh, hey i i get i get told that every day to be snob it's okay <laughs> go for it so you think everyone should carry? No, I just meant because <laughs> I thought you were referring to me that I shouldn't know. Uh, oh no, well, I, think... I mean, I I, I, I wasn't going to say it live, but it's oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, much like Chase and Budget said, everyone should have the right to carry. 100%. But I 100%. do not want it forced upon everyone to carry because there are definitely people who shouldn't or who just don't want to, aren't comfortable with it. Period. Yep. But that should be uh, and I'm not even talking about being forced to carry. I'm just saying everyone that wants to carry should all of those people carry. Even if they want to, they want to be part of it. Uh, there's still some people out there that that I don't want carrying, even though you want to and, and all that. So uh uh-uh. just that's the way I am. Um for DeLorean, what about you? Yeah, people should carry. Yeah, everybody should carry. How are you going to get used to carrying if you don't carry? So everybody mm-hmm. should carry. Yeah. I'm okay with forcing it on people. It should be like a right to get your voter's registration card or something. We got the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. This shall not be infringed. So there you go. Give them their voter registration mm-hmm. card. Give them a handgun and a holster and say, carry that sucker, fool. What are you talking about? No, I I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, from people on would keep their mouths shut a lot more. I think they would. be a lot <laughs> more polite society, right? You know, there is a polite for society. that. Yeah, there there is an argument for that 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 side of it. Go ahead. I mean, go back 20, 30 years and look, you didn't run your mouth in high school, you know, back then like you can now because you knew the kid was going to punch you right in the face. Yeah. And you you know, you walk into the to the polling place, you know, we redo all those laws too. You walk into the polling place and they don't even ask for an ID. They go, "Hey, we we need to see your uh we need to see your carry piece." And they make sure that there's one in the chamber, right? All that good stuff and then they let you go in the booth and vote. They're like, okay, you're a red-blooded American. You can go. They don't vote. require ID to vote in Texas. Do what? They don't require ID to vote in Texas. Yeah, that don't oh, mean okay. I think they should. I think they should. Oh, they okay. should, <laughs> as long as you're carrying and you have one in the chamber, you gotcha. should be allowed to go into the deal and vote. You shouldn't even gotcha. need an ID at that point. You're obviously an American, right? 
Um, yeah, I, I that's that's hard to argue that logic. These opinions of Clover Tech, the views and opinions of Clover Tech only do not. I did start this podcast out by saying every podcast starts out with the views and opinions of individual guests are, you know, uh, so yeah, no, um. No, there, there is <laughs> Hawaii says in Texas, your gun is your ID. That's fair. Um, there is a lot to be said about the freedoms and um, all of that. I just, for me, and once again, we're going to go ahead. And this is an open discussion, so don't wait for me to call on you and, and, and the panel. Just Let's just talk. Um, the one thing that I've said, and it has been, uh, we'll say, um, pretty, pretty controversial over the over the years, is I have said that if you're going to carry, and you're not mentally ready to take that shot, if that situation arises, then I'd rather you not carry until you are ready to make that decision because I think that you can cause a lot more harm and damage to that situation and to innocent people. Um, if you do carry and you're not mentally ready and here's, but here's the problem is I want to kind of argue with myself and you guys jump in. Um, most people are never going to know if they're ready or not, uh, until the time comes. Most of us think that we are, but there are people out there that know right away. Like I'm not, I hope I'm going to carry this gun, but I hope to God, I never have to use it. Now we say that because we don't want to have to hurt someone. But if it comes down to it, I will hurt someone. I will kill someone if I have to defend my family, my property, whatever. But there are people that know from the very beginning that they're not ready to take that shot. And I think that that is dangerous. Um, and you may not agree with me out there, but that's my take on it is if you're not mentally ready to take that shot, you shouldn't. Uh, do you guys have anything to say about the mental preparedness of carrying? Well, I think you're right with that. If you're not, if you don't know if you can, or you say you're one of these people, you know, I've heard several people down through time say, oh, I'll just shoot them in the leg or something. Just, you know, something stupid, mm -hmm. just completely stupid. Right. You're not, you're not in a position to be carrying a gun at this time. I mean, like you said, nobody can say for sure, unless they've been there. Correct. It's impossible for you to say for sure that what you'll do when that happens. You're lying to yourself. You know, there, saying it. there are a lot of military guys um that probably truly believe that they could take that shot because they have taken that shot it's different in a war it's different when everything about that person is your enemy that's your job that is your 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 mission that is what you are trained to do um than some random guy at a gas station now, some of them very well could compartmentalize very easily and say it's just another enemy. Um, but there are people that I know that served that have recorded kills that have told me, yeah, it's different, man. And it's true. It is a different situation for some. Um, but, yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to. Uh, I know, Chris. You were talking before the show. You know, you know, there, there, there are times when you say that people, whether you're you're trying to do it as a devil advocate, devil's advocate or not, but you've made this statement before that everyone should get training. You want to kind of want to go into that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I don't, 
I don't think I, I will say like I don't believe anybody should be forced to do anything, but if you're gonna, mandated, yeah, by law, absolutely. Right. I hear what you're saying. But, but if you're gonna carry a firearm and there's a chance that one day you're gonna have to pull that gun, I can tell you right now, there are a lot of people out there that are carrying a gun every day. They're not gonna know what to do with that gun when they pull yeah. it. Uh, you know, you can stand in a static position at a gun range all day and shoot. But mm. when you put yourself, when you get yourself under stress, it's different. And the thing is, is like, I, I don't even have any room to talk. Like, I mean, what I might do is a little different than most people. I put myself under stress by shooting in competitions, mm -hmm. uh, you know, going up against a timer, having an RO following me through the course and, and all that. But it's a, but I couldn't tell you what it's like to be getting shot at when I'm pulling my gun. Um, I mean, I know I, I get it. There's no training for that. Uh, uh, come on, it, we can make that happen <laughs> until it happens to you. But you know, I there's a big responsibility to carrying a gun, and it and not only for yourself to keep yourself alive, but chances are you might be. You're going to probably be in an area when you pull a gun, there might be somebody behind that person. Uh, you know, you could be in a mall. We've seen how many mall shootings, you know, where someone has pulled a gun and, you know, you definitely want to hit what you're aiming at. So I, I really think that anyone that's going to carry a gun needs to do some sort of training. Yeah, and it surely doesn't need to be mandated, obviously. But, yeah, I think you should want to get some training with the firearm. A basic uh, concealed carry 101 thing, uh, basic gun handling. So at least you know how to manipulate that firearm. Did you know the proper mechanics that at least give you an, a chance to, uh, to do it the right way? I think there's a lot to be said about uh, what you talked about with the stress. Um, I don't know if you guys do. I do this all the time, but um, if I'm going to go out to the range and shoot, I'll shoot some just static and all that. But a lot of times I'll go and, and do like 25, 30 jumping jacks, run in place for about a minute, accelerate my heart rate, because that's one of the things that people don't understand about stress. Your accelerated heart rate, your, breath your breathing gets shortened, all that thing that the stress comes affects how you handle the gun. You might start shaking. Some people shake when they get nervous that's going to cause a problem. Let's be honest. Um, and then you were talking about that before uh, earlier about shooting someone behind. That's one of my biggest things is, is if you're at, let's say at a gas station um, and someone comes in there and has a gun. Um, let me just throw this out to the panel and everybody can answer this. Here's a scenario. You're in a gas station getting some milk, some bread, the basic essentials, the convenience store on the way home, and you're back at the milk cooler. Up front, you hear something going on and you realize someone's walked in with a shotgun or a gun, a handgun, pointing it at the um, cashier saying, give me your money, blah, 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 blah. What do you guys do? I'm going to go around not the room. Not my circus. What's that? Not my monkey, not my circus. At that point, I'm hiding. Yep. 100%. Yep. Um, I will probably, I would probably unholster. Oh, yeah. And posture, sure. in such, and posture in such a way behind a shelf or whatever. 
to where it doesn't look like I've, you know, I've got a firearm just to kind of watch and see if they decide they're going to swing around or do something crazy in my direction. But as long as it's not happening crazy in my direction, I will get the color of shirt the guy's wearing and possible height and hair color and things of that nature. And uh, I'll be there when they come to file a report, you know. Now, to be fair, if he starts shooting everybody in the store, if he ever pulls the trigger, if he ever pulls the trigger, yeah, whether it's pointed at me or not, right? If he ever pulls the trigger, it's it's done. It's yeah, it's engagement. Absolutely, that's that's a different scenario. Um, He shot three people, and you're number four. Guess what he's going to do to you, also? Yep, yep. Um, here here's a question for you. Um. Who was at that left? Chase? Okay. Um, he might jump back in. Um, here's a question. Once again, open discussion. You guys can just, let's just talk about this. Um, it's a real thing. Self-preservation. Um, how many people are looking for an exit to get the hell out of there? I, I wouldn't be above if, if I can find a way to get out. I'm out. Uh, especially if, if, if my family's with me, uh, I'm at least getting my family out. Um, if I'm at Walmart and someone starts shooting at Walmart, my, I'm getting my family out. Um, and then I can decide if I want to go back in or not, which that's that's the whole you know, the, the scenario is going to dictate whether or not I go back, whether or not a trigger has been pulled. You get your family out. Like Clover says, kind of get a description. You call 911 when you're outside. Tell them what's going on. Um, and then you can make that decision. But I mean, here's the thing. Uh, there's too much. There's it's too not much. my fight at that point. There's not there's, it's not my fight at that point. There's I've always way felt too many. There's way too much civil litigation liability for exiting a bad situation and then running back into it. So mm-hmm. uh, ain't yep. happening. Yep. Yep. I've always kind of had a rule in my head, just kind of talk to myself you know one i'm not the police i used to be the police i'm not the police so it's not my problem unless it comes to like innocent children something like that sure that might be something different i feel like i would have to i wouldn't be able to live with myself if i didn't at least try in a situation you know for some Absolutely. reason i'm in a situation where i could do something but other than that no. just... if my family's safe and i don't know you sorry yeah it's cruel but it's um great. No, it, it is, and, and that's that's part of the discussion. People say, "Well, that's a cowardly thing to do." No, it's not. Uh, and you can think that, um, but here's the thing: sometimes it's okay to live to fight another day. This sometimes you don't know what's it. going on either. That's correct. That's correct. Um, now, screaming schools. This is true. Uh, Screaming Skulls News, ask yourself this. Do you have loved ones that depend on you? So here's the thing, and I I, I, I might be misreading where he's going with this if I am. Um, It's okay. Yeah, no. You can say whatever you want to out there, Screaming Skull. It's it's all good. Uh, You're not not upsetting him. But uh, if if I'm misreading this question or misinterpreting this question, let me know out there in the chat. I'm assuming he's saying if, you know, do you have loved ones that depend on you? And if so, maybe you take that shot or whatever the case may be. Um, once again, every scenario is different. Every person has their own why. Um, and that's a real thing. You know, your why is going to be different than my why. 
that can go the whole other direction. I've seen that. What yep. what Triple S said is a totally different thing. What I seen was like you got loved ones at home that depend on you, and you're at the yeah. back of Walmart, and there's gunshots in the front out. of Walmart. Yeah. You run out the automotive door. You don't run up there and Absolutely. engage because I got people at home depending on me and depending on me to leave. Yeah. I'm not putting myself in that situation. I'm not interjecting myself into it. Again, it's self-preservation, and that comes first. Period. I might try to get as many people out as I could before I leave, but well, maybe yeah, warning sure. this way, everybody. You know, get this way, and then maybe hold a little bit of cover for a little bit of time, right? While yeah. people, a few people in that general vicinity, it would, if you exit or something. It would maybe, really depend maybe. on the circumstances that obtain at the time. Right. It really would. Right. Yeah. I, I don't it, think it, I it, could it, give a blanket answer on this. No, no, no. So here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem, right? With the scenario where everybody has the right and everybody is is carrying because they have the right. Okay. Gunshots at the front of we're just let's just say big box store. Gunshots at the front of big box store, which has a rear exit, and you're close to that rear exit. And your mentality is I'm gonna I'm going to draw or I'm going to stand here. I'm going to do something and I'm going to try to get more people out. And one of those people trying to get out misinterprets you for a threat for whatever reason. Because they're freaked out and they're trying to get the heck out of Dodge too. Yeah. And you've got a a miscommunication and somebody doesn't understand or know that you're there to help. They don't know who you are. Right. And so I fall back to I'm going to get my own butt out the door at the end of the day. Yep. Um, interesting. Well, like another point is. Yeah, go ahead. Another point is, you know, there's gunshots at the front of the store. You run up to the front of the store, you see somebody blazing away. You cap them, but they happen to be the guy shooting at the bad guy. They happen to yeah. be another armed citizen, good guy shooting at the bad guy, and you just did sure. a horrible thing. Well, this is where the whole idea that yeah, it's, that it's. Unless you're there right now and it's and it's happening right in front of you and you're absolutely involved whether you want to or not, GTFO. Or or at least at least separate yourself from that initial to find out exactly what's going on and who who the players are in this. Find some cover, right? Find some cover, move. Give yourself while you're assessing, right? Give yourself a couple of seconds, right? Whatever, a little bit of time to make a little better informed decision on, you know, what's going on here. Like, you know, and and not just what's going on here and who should I shoot, but what's going on here and if you even should shoot, right? Yep. Now, once again, we're talking even in the Walmart scenario or whatever store scenario, it's not a gas station or whatever. We still come back to what we talked about earlier. Once once a trigger's pulled, that changes everything. Yeah. Changes everything. No matter where you are, if a trigger has been pulled, then we up the ante a little bit and we, we step in that game. At least I do, and I think most people would. Now, here's an interesting one. This is going to be interesting. Daniel throws a question out there. Okay, what if it's a school? So, getting out. I'm trying to get kids out. 
I'm going to be trying to get kids out. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, I want to say this. Yeah. My initial reaction is to get out and take as many kids with me as I can get to my truck and I get my AR or whatever. I've got my AR pistol in the truck. I go back in probably trying to get more kids out with the mentality of getting kids out. And if I happen to come across the shooter while I'm getting more kids out, then I, I might have take that shot. Here's if the, it's a liberal and then the responding police put holes in you. That's exactly what I was fixing to say. So well, here's you know the scenario. What? Friday, you're assuming Friday the police night. aren't there at that point. Well, you're assuming, but fr like Friday night, I was in the scenario. We were in the school auditorium, right? So had something went down. So I was at the school. Had something went down. Could I have gotten to the car? Could I have gotten something and got back? Yeah. But in that time frame, and, and this is not going to be all things equal for every place. Response time for some schools is going to be absolutely horrible. Some are going to have school resource officers there. That yeah. school, the school I was at, they don't know me. That was the high school, and none of them know me anymore. I've graduated a long time ago, and my kids graduated a long time ago. And so it's not like they are going to notice who I am. And so when they see me running back in with a whatever the case may be, so uh-uh. I mean, I, will, I, will, I would get kids out of door. I would potentially try to hold the door shut, right, or something of that nature, or find a way, maybe find a way to brace it shut or something like that you know, to get kids in some room and, and secure it or something like that. But, you know, anything with a firearm in the school with potential response from at least locally here, how quick the response is going to be with law enforcement. I'm not, I'm not taking that chance. I agree. See, I don't know. I, I, I would like to think that that's a great plan and I don't say anything. I, for me, this is for me. Uh, first of all, Hawaii doesn't believe you graduated. But I didn't. Okay. I didn't actually. Um, I didn't. I skipped my senior year. <laughs> I took my GED summer, my junior after my junior year. So yeah. You had you had life. You had life kick you right smack in the nuts, didn't you? I did, but yeah. I was too busy making money and stuff anyway. And I'm like, screw That's it. That's what I'm go. saying. You had life. I can yeah. go get my GED and not have to go my senior year, and it's basically the same thing. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I did the same thing, except I was just too busy being an asshole. Uh, that was the force GED is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It works too. Yeah. Hey, it's all good. Um, you know, there, there's a part of this whole school scenario that is interesting because um, for me, We're I, I tell you what, what bothers me is if I'm outside and I was, let's say I was able to get 15, 20 kids outside. I feel good about that. Um, get them to safety, call 911 at that point. Um, I'm assuming someone already has, but you're calling 911 again. If nothing else, when the police show up, you can be a, a point person, the liaison, say, you know, hey, this is what the kid's wearing in there, uh, you know, blah, 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 whatever. But for me, it would be very difficult, and I, I say this, it would be very difficult for me to be outside and hearing gunshots go off and hearing kids screaming, it would be yeah. very difficult for me not to go back in. And I'd be probably willing to take that chance to go assuming, back in. Assuming law enforcement. I don't, I don't know. I don't know until that happens. I hope that God that never happens, obviously. Uh, assuming you know? law enforcement wasn't there yet. I mean, I at yeah. that point, yeah, I get you. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Yeah. But but here's the thing. I feel like I feel like we get 
I don't know what's the word, if it's swindled or trapped or whatever, into these grandiose blaze of glory scenarios of the supermarket with bunches of people or the school. And it's like reality is it's going to be like a one-on-one thing within like seven feet. And it's going to happen in just a matter of a few seconds. It's not going to be these grandiose scenarios that we're sitting here wargaming. Yeah. And if it's not a grandiose scenario, it's somebody walks out of a dark place. They are a threat. You pull, you put them down. It's over. Like it's really that simple. So, man, this this could go dark, uh, and that's okay. Um, I want I want to ask this question. Um, with what we have known um, from people that have done these horrific things in schools or in whatever, most don't make it out. And I think for a lot of people, that's their plan. It's almost suicide by a cop or suicide by someone. Um, so the question is, is if you had an opportunity to secure that individual without killing them, would you do that? Because there's a part of me that wants to let that person rot in jail for the rest of his life or her life instead of getting the easy way out. Maybe that's just my sick, weird, twisted mind. Um, but if you had a chance to secure that person and detain him without getting hurt yourself, would you do that? For for legal reasons, my lawyer has advised me to not answer this question. Thank you. Very good. I understand it. that. Yeah. Uh, hypothetically, let's say, hypothetically. I don't know. I might. Well, hypothetically, I have been through active shooter training. So have I. Yep. And you go in and you neutralize the threat. There's no trying to, no trying to restrain them, no matter basically what. Right. It's you well neutralize done. the threat. Well done. Well done. Again, it all depends on the situation. You now, know, if you walk I, in, I, I, if it, you walk in, if you walk in, they're unarmed, they're on their knees with their hands behind their head for whatever reason. Yeah. Like that's an execution at that, that point. point. Let's yeah. be They're let's be fair. That that's an execution that's, at that that's, point. That's, but if you turn the corner if you turn the corner and after they have literally been killing people and you turn the corner and there's a firearm in their hand, it's well, go time. Them. It's go time. Yep. That's kind of what I was talking about. Depends on the situation. Yeah. Yeah, I would I, I would like to think that I could secure that person and put him in jail for the rest of his life. And whatever happens to that guy, which will not be good in prison, um, happens Here's to him. Here's the thing, though. It's just but, like I said. He'd be in protective custody the entire rest we of are, his life. We are sitting here talking about the rarest of rarest, yeah. like atrocities and self-defense yeah. scenarios. The rarest of the rare is what we're discussing for whatever reason here, right? Uh, it does uh, not well, help. Well, it, Again, my, my opinion. Yeah. This is all I know, I know. Yeah. This is all this is all my opinion and this is we're we're it's the discussion, right? So, you know, we're discussing the rarest of the rare. Right. So, here's the thing. In that in that scenario that you know, you want him to rot in jail the rest of his life. I get that. To no, an no, I'm, not arguing, I'm not there's arguing. I'm not arguing. Hold it. on, no. hold on, hold on. Dude, there's a part of me I understand that, that says that. I yeah. get you. I get where you're coming from, right? I get it. You don't but have to raise your it, voice. But, but think about it this way. With the, uh, maybe I bumped my microphone. I didn't know it was. Um, oh, with yeah, you the, were yelling for sure. With the way <laughs> I thought your wife media, was going to come in and yell at you like it happened to somebody else yeah. this week. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was great, way, by the way. That was awesome. With the way that the media already plays up stuff, yeah. If if that murderer, let's get it right, absolutely, um, is taken alive, that just perpetuates the media being able to play out that narrative. So I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying run in and execute somebody that's hands are up and they're whatever, right? Unarmed. It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. in the aftermath, that's even more publicity that is used yeah. against everybody. That's even more that these rare scenarios are hyped up and talked about. And I'm not saying yeah. they shouldn't get discussion. That's not what I'm saying. But again, for the vast majority mm -hmm. of people, it's like a one-on-one -on -one thing and usually just having it just pulling it, just brandishing it. You know, we know this from stats. It's plenty enough yeah. to, 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 to discalate or defuse the situation. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Once again, it comes back to um, no one really knows until they're in that situation. Um, and that's just the reality of it. Uh, another scenario, kind of getting back to um, everybody carrying and whether or not they should carry um, one of the reasons why I, I, I don't, there are people that don't have the mental capabilities to, to, to carry, to make that conscious decision to take someone's life. Um, and that's okay. I'm not, I don't, I don't put those people down. I just assume you not carry, uh, my personal opinion. Now there's the other side of this. Um, when I went this is a few years back when they brought out the enhanced concealed carry permit here in Arkansas, I went and got that done pretty much immediately. Uh, my daughter had just turned 21. I guess that's about four years ago, five years ago. Yeah. My daughter had just turned 21 and she was got her regular concealed carry permit at the same time. When we went out to do the shooting test for the enhanced, it's a 50 round test. Um, got a score. I think you got to hit 42 or something like that of the 50, whatever it is. Um, there was uh, an individual, I'm not going to give race, gender, anything. There was an individual that had bought a gun the day before, brought it to the class. It was still in the box. First time this person had ever shot that gun or any gun was there to take their concealed carry test. Needless to say, um, I literally told the instructor at one point that if either I go or this other person goes because this person was flagging me, my daughter, and other people at least 10 times throughout the process, had no idea what this person was doing. They had no clue how to handle anything. They probably never even held a gun until that day. Um what I would have done if I was that instructor, and, and I know that we're in a shell issue state and in Arkansas, bro, it's good. You're going to get your permit. Here's the problem. If I'm that instructor, I don't want that person carrying because guess what? Guess whose name is in the books for who their person that gave them the permit. It'd be mine. I'd be like, look, I think that you need to go and take a couple courses, or at least, if nothing else, go shoot for a month or two, um, kind of get used to this, know what you're doing, um, because 
flogging someone is not good and they would have they would have been kicked off my range uh at that point um that's one of the reasons why i also don't think everyone should care there are people that are just dangerous that could actually do more harm with a firearm than that threat and so that's also another scenario um I'm going to kind of open up to the floor. Are there other scenarios besides mentally not being prepared or just inexperienced, if you will, with a firearm? Are there any other scenarios that you think maybe someone shouldn't be carrying? I'm going to go ahead and open the floor up. Well, can so, I ask? Can I ask oh, if yeah. you know of a situation? But mm -hmm. since you were talking about that specific scenario there, before I forget. Yeah. Do you yeah. know of a situation where any licensed firearm carrier, licensed by the state? Do, do mm -hmm. you know of any scenario or any or anybody out there in the chat or on the panel? Because I don't. Anybody has gotten in trouble in any way, shape, form, or fashion that's been a licensed carrier that anything has ever come back on the instructor. Because I don't you mean know like the anything. instructor? One of their students, let's say, and I'm using air quotes, right? Gets no, in are, trouble are you saying that, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm asking you? Them. Yeah, it comes I'm back, on, back the on the instructor. I don't no, know of no, any cases where that's ever happened. No, I'm not talking about legally coming back. For me personally, I would gotcha. hate to know okay. that I was the instructor that let that person get a permit. This is true. Yeah, I, I get it. But that's a personal you know, thing, right? Uh, that's a personal thing. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know of any that have ever come back. Uh, there might be some other states that are more um, serious about that kind of thing. I, I don't know. But I do know that every time that you go get either your initial permit in Arkansas or a renewal and you go to that class, that instructor signs that paperwork and puts their instructor number down. So there is a record of who authorized right. XYZ a permit. I don't know if there's any legalities that can come back. I'm sure there could. I don't know if there would be. Uh, in some states, there probably would be uh, other, more than others, you know. Uh, budget, were you going to say something? Sorry about that. Yeah, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, you were talking about what other circumstances do we think that someone shouldn't carry a gun and yeah. anybody that's under the influence of any mind-altering substance, leave it at home. Yeah. Well, there's a reason impaired. why most states don't allow firearms in places that serve alcohol or whatever. There's a reason why most states don't allow you to legally carry in a bar. That's, well, if you're not going to be drinking, well, I don't have an issue with that. That's all, but if you're drinking, that, no. or if you're high, or if you're under, you know, some serious meds that are going to impair your judgment, right? A responsible thing to do is leave it at home. Well, and I not my meth before I leave. <laughs> well, you know that that's it, yeah. I mean, you can tell by the looks of me, I'm doing that's this quite a bit now. The um, so it's not that's just. It it could be prescription things. It could be a, a case. Sure. You know, I want to I want to take it a step further, to where maybe you're carrying and maybe you're allowed to carry at work, right, or whatever. And you're carrying mm -hmm. and you're like, man, I don't feel good. And so you go from work to the doctor, you know, and you're just you're not feeling good, right? It's like sure. We've all been there, right? To where you like you're you're not really with it. Your head hurts, or you got a fever, or whatever the case may be. Sure, you know, and you're not really in your right mind. Well, that might be a time to to when you get in the car from work to go to the doctor or go to the pharmacy to get your medicine or whatever. Maybe you unholster that thing and maybe you put it up because you're like, you know, I don't 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not I'm not as alert as I should be. I'm not going to be as right. responsive as I should be. My vision may be impaired, you know, mm-hmm. slightly in some way. You know, and now if it gets too bad, you shouldn't even be driving, of course. True. But but we've all taken that chance where, you know, we don't feel good or whatever the case may be. And it's like I'm just trying to get home, you know. Yep. Um real quick, super chat from Mentor Carey. Appreciate you. Says keep fighting. We'll do, sir. Um, going back to the bar thing, Rich White says West Virginia allows carrying in bars as long as you're not drinking alcohol. Um, we can carry if you have an enhanced concealed carry in Arkansas, you can carry in a bar, not a problem. Um, here's the thing though, <clears throat> and we're talking about responsibilities, even if you're not drinking, uh, there's a part of me played devil's advocate here, but for the discussion. Uh, there's a part of me that says, even if you're not drinking, should you carry inside a bar? Because you might not be the one to instigate something. You may not, you might get something happen to you at a bar. And do you want that first movement is to grab your gun? More importantly, if you get into a bar fight, what if someone grabs the gun from you? And all of that. So I, I I don't know. What do you guys think about, I mean, carrying in bars in general, whether you're drinking or not, do you think it's okay for someone to carry in a bar if they're not drinking? I don't necessarily think it's a good idea, but then again, I don't necessarily think it's a good idea to go to bars to begin with. It's kind of a reason That's why fair. I don't. That's fair. Yeah. I only carry my on when I'm drinking at the bar. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, okay. I carry a bar. I don't really care. <laughs> No, I get it. No, I, 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 I'm not saying that you should. I'm just, I'm asking the question because that's something that um, maybe, especially for someone that's kind of new to carrying, maybe a little less experienced. Um, yeah, it's just one of those. Things, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting concept. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't think anybody that's carrying a place like that that you can carry if you are licensed to or can or whatever your state is is doing it trying to create a problem. No. Like, I'm not going somewhere that I know that we're going to, you know, like a uh, night after a shot show or something where we know what's going to happen. Like, I'm not taking something there because right. obvious. But, like, I'm, you know, we're at a bar and a couple buddies are having something I'm hanging out or whatever. Yeah, I don't I care. I don't care what a sign says. Uh, Pat, $10 Super Chat, thank you very much. This is, as long as you're not drinking a dinner, I'm fine with that. Hey, um chicago says gerson i heard that um well chicago um you may not understand who's on the panel but uh that rebel scum over there um that's mr gerson himself not literally mr gerson but uh he chase works for eaa who the importer of gerson so he's a good friend of ours mr gerson that's mrs gerson oh okay that's that's mrs (laughs) Or Miss Gerson. Yeah. I'm way I'm way taller. Uh, <laughs> Chicago. And I can and I can tell you from I've witnessed it, Chicago Mike is damn good with that Gerson too. Yeah. It's not hard to be good with a Gerson. Uh anyways. Uh so here's here's the next topic. Well, yeah. Never shot um, one. Is, oh my god. Come on. All right. I, had a, I had a really good one the other day. I'll tell you all about well, it later. You're going to range day Monday, aren't you, Mike? 
Well, yeah. We'll okay, well, they'll be there. We're gonna get you. Yeah. We're gonna get you a shooting some croissants. Well, uh, and you'll meet, meet Paul. You won't meet Chase on Monday. Um, you'll no, probably would have met him maybe Sunday night. Is it, we, uh, maybe there's a chance that uh, Chase goes to dinner this Sunday. Just saying. Um, but you'll meet Paul. So what I'm going to tell you is a disclaimer. I think that that Chase will agree. Please do not judge EAA and or Gerson or any right. of the, uh, the right. families um, by meeting Paul. Oh, I will say this, that. Is a, this is a great <laughs> opportunity, and Budget's bunking with us, right? This is a great yes, opportunity is. to get together and really figure out how to mess with Paul because he don't know Budget. <laughs> Oh, oh no, that'll true. be so much fun. That's true. Oh. Well, he didn't expect this from me and Clover and Snob. He won't expect it from Budget. This All right, so here's a little secret, Budget, though. You have to go do your EA interview with Paul. It'll make you a better yes. it'll make you a better editor oh, if you God. can do an interview with Paul. Oh my God. Yes. And then you can do the real one later on, but you gotta do at least <laughs> one interview with Paul. <laughs> we'll do we'll do the actual one at the show and somebody who's literate. Can talk to you better. We should, we should do like we should, dude. The best video in the world would be Snob interviewing Paul, and we'd have to put closed caption subtitles below it to understand what's being said. I oh made the God, mistake in 2020 crazy. to interview Paul. It was rough. It took me like three days to edit. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> Did so, it end up looking uh, like can a we just, Fu movie? Can we straighten this out now? Mike has to interview Paul. And then I get to interview Chase, right? Is that is that what we're saying here? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm good with there, that. There will be a couple other people that will be in the booth, Chris, that we might have you interview instead of Chase. Just saying. All right. There could be some interesting conversations, especially with the Turks there. Hey, keep in mind, Chase, Chase does speak hillbilly, which is real close to Oki. So Chase could... He can interpret for snobs. I'm just saying. I've been I mean, there. I'm, I've seen it. He can do it. I'm, I mean, I'm fluent in southeastern dialects all over. It's all right. <laughs> dialects. I love it. Hey, I'm from That's Upper Appalachia. I, can, I could wing it. I could understand it at least. <laughs> uh, I'm going to send the link out there to Chicago Mike. Um, Heck yeah. wants to yeah. join in. There's the link. Come on in. Um, so the next question, he's going to talk about Gerson, but we're also going to have him discuss some of this also. But um, the next thing I have on my topic um, is this, and, and, and this is not to just, you know, to just say anything despairingly to anyone, but we all know people like this in our lives. Um, there are people out there that truly carry because it makes them feel better about themselves. It gives them this false sense of being stronger, uh, a, more of a badass. Um, those people, in my eyes, are just as dangerous as the people that have very little experience because those are the people that might be looking for a reason to draw and shoot when there might not be a reason for it at the time. They might kind of, uh, how do I put this, create scenarios so that they use that and those are the kind of people also that i get scared of because those are, are those are just as dangerous as the enemy in my case in my opinion um uh, i'm sure we all know people like that um I'm, I, you don't have to name anyone but um i know a guy here 
you know, we were talking the other night on the phone and, mm-hmm. and was kind of expressing my thoughts on at least one gentleman around here that I know. And he, um, this particular individual at last count, and it's been several years since I've heard the count, but at last count, and he does have a license to carry at last count. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from police departments and sheriff's office. You're right. Deputies. I know. Yeah. At last yeah. count, this fool, and I'm going to say it because he is a fool. He said this fool. <laughs> this fool has left his gun in the bathroom at various oh places God. six mm. different times. At last count, and that was years ago. Six yeah, he should be carrying wow. times. So, yeah. That's not um, good. I typically keep track of my gun. If you're going to carry, keep it on you. Yeah, typically, I think we all typically do, don't we? I mean, sometimes when I go to the bathroom, I hang it by the trigger guard on the little coat hook on the back of the door. I figure that's a good place to keep it. But... Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Why not? Yeah, just because we know where they are doesn't mean we're still safe with them. Yeah. <laughs> but keeping track of them, yeah. uh, sometimes you leave them in the snow for a few months. It's it's what it is. Well, I mean, hey, I'm just hey. saying my carry gun. <laughs> I have <laughs> lost. I have lost hey. my fair share of guns in my so, life. So that. So okay, I will concede the fact. Right, that Glock was fully locked and loaded, and left uh-huh. unattended for days at a time. But to be mm-hmm. fair, to be, to be fair. fair it was in the middle of East Texas, nowhere, buried under a foot of snow. I don't think it was. And ain't no damn Texan going out in the snow looking for it's anything. Like, I don't think anybody was going to just happen across that that block. I don't think. No, you never know. Actually, uh, I was doing a torture test on it. Y'all, y'all make fun. But oh, is that what it was? Okay. I did sure, not forget that on the range. It's your story. Tell how you want I was doing a torture test on that block. Come on. It's your story. Tell how you want it. Through the night. Yeah, I think even Bristol knows that's bullshit. Um, Duncan says, hell, reported gun stolen in Massachusetts. Bam, you just lost your license to carry. Yeah, that's probably um, a lot of states are probably like that. Uh, let's bring in Chicago. Mike, what's up, bro? Gentlemen, what's going on? Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't, Gentlemen's we don't, a we strong don't word for this crowd. We do not cuss in this room. Gentlemen is a banned word on here. Absolutely not. Not around here. <laughs> Are you trying to? Are you trying to be funny? Or are you? Are you for real? No, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not serious. You can't ain't see nothing. me because my camera's off. I ain't serious, ain't bro. Nothing. You gotta say what you gotta say. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't nothing on this show for real. Hey, well, I heard. Yeah, no I heard shit. Her, I heard her son, so I was like, you know what? I'm. I'm gonna definitely have to go on. Now, who who on here doesn't like her sons? The rebel scum guy. He can't stand them. The rebel scum can't yeah, stand not at all. Why why don't you like her sons, man? Because I gotta deal with them every day. Hey <laughs> hey man, let me tell you something. A ber- like a Beretta ninety two and a Gerson, they're basically the same. The Gerson can take Beretta. Parts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's better. It's okay, you can say it. Yes, y- yes, the Gerson is better. This is beautiful. The, the Gerson <laughs> is better than the than the now I like the Beretta I like the Beretta ninety two as well. But I like the Gerson better. Not because it's $200 less than the Beretta. I'm like, okay. Let them have it, it, Mike. Just fucking let them have it. (laughs) I will say how bad you don't like it. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I love the fact that it's $200 less. We thought. That's you like can, really look, high. Can, that's really high on my list. I hate to tell you. You can, you can put you can put Beretta parts in it. Like like okay, so say like you buy a five hundred dollar croissant. 
you can turn it into a, like an eight hundred dollar gun if you want to add like the LTT or the M Carbo kit to get the Heck get the yeah. springs polished. Heck you yeah. can put you can put a Beretta ninety two slide on the Gerson frame and it'll still shoot like butter. Heck, you could put a yeah. Gerson slide on a Beretta. There's yeah. a kit for it. And you could put and you could put the uh the the lock the lock grips on there too. Oh yeah, this is beautiful. Like Gerson's got a better locking block though than that. Italian crap. Oh, 100%. Yes, better slide, too. Way better slide. Yes, sir. I wish I, I wish I can go to SHOT Show with y'all and, and, you know, show y'all, but I will, I will not be attending. That's all right. We'll talk trash in the booth for you. Mm-hmm. No, no um, save, it, save, it for the, save it for the NRA if y'all if y'all going to the NRA because I'm oh, definitely go. going to that. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Mike, have, have you ever shot any of the, the P-35s or the 1911s from your son as well? I have not, but I'm planning on buying the 1911 Gerson. Um, I've seen, I've seen a couple. Um, now I've, I have seen, I have seen the Terrorist 1911. It was like five, mm-hmm. it was like five seventy five. I was like, eh, let me go ahead and get that Gerson. So, so what, I'm, what caliber are you thinking? Like ten or forty five or nine no, or what? What caliber? Forty five. Forty five. Forty five. Yeah. Right. Um. All right, I, I, I want to go ahead and say this. I love this. I love this. This is beautiful. Um, Ruin it all, why don't you? Chase, uh, <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you introduce yourself to Mike? I mean, I'm nobody. It's cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Chase is a big wig uh, at EAA um, that actually do the importing of Gerson. He works hand-in-hand with Gerson, so... Um, Chase is a good person to know if you like Gerson because he literally um, is in the in the room, if you will, um, with Gerson. Yep. Yeah, that's why I joke about deal with him every day. He literally deals with them every day because it's it's what his he's he's in the industry. He works for um, EAA, which imports all the Gerson, uh, and we know that Gerson. Uh, and this is something that I and we were talking about. Uh, Clover and I have been talking about last night a little bit. Um, and I'm sure Chase, you get this all the time. But people say, you know, oh, I'm never going to buy any of that stuff because it's made in Turkey, like whether it's Canic or Gerson or whatever. First of all, your money's not going to Turkey. It's not. It's not going to the terrorists. Okay, your money's going to the gun shop. The gun shop's going to the distributor. The distributor is going to EAA. EAA's money's going to Gerson and. You can tell us straight up, Chase. Um, to your knowledge, does Gerson support terrorist activities in Turkey? <laughs> no, I mean, there's not like you know, that crazy. This is not like it's like Syria falling apart. I mean, Turkey's a very modern, right. like normal country. Exactly. No, I mean, Turkey's a NATO. Yeah, I mean, Turkey's a NATO member. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, like it's not like North Vietnamese croissants. Yeah, I hear those are hard to get a hold of. Right, you know, can't get all those well, North Koreans. Yeah. I got the North Korean model Victory Edition. Oh, that's right. The Daewoo. <laughs> My North no. Korean skies over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'd probably make them better. Yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, I love the fact that people say, "I'll never buy a Turkish gun because it's supporting terrorists." Okay, yeah. Like, hey, if that's if that's your deal, hey, I, I'm not going to tell you not to. Good luck uh, owning a shotgun. Yeah. 
but I'm going yeah. to say like 75% of shotguns in the world are made in Turkey. I uh, hope you don't own, if you own several shotguns in your uh, inventory, you probably already own a Turkish shotgun. Just saying. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't care whose name's on it. If you start looking at the barrel or look underneath a handguard somewhere, I, 80 percent of them is probably pretty accurate on where they're made. Mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. matter whose name. And there's some big names that are all made in Turkey. Not necessarily the assembly, right? So, I mean, the receiver. No, no, no. no, no. That, but they're all parts. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't buy yeah. Turkey stuff because it supports Chase and he's an asshole. But, you know, other than well, that. Well, this is, this is a good point. Full disclosure. I don't mind supporting Chase. I refuse to re- support Paul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to love January. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be so good. Uh, Defense Dad says, we had turkey for dinner. Does that count? Um, I do not support turkey for dinner uh, because you are slaughtering innocent turkeys. So, in my eyes, that is a terroristic act. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I'm just messing with you. Turkey's all got it coming. Uh, um, Mike, Mike, I do not see you as muted. Go ahead and talk. Yeah, something might be up with your audio because I do not Ooh, show me? you as muted or I can't. No, no, uh, Chicago, Mike, sorry. Oh, okay. uh, he's saying his audio is weird. Yeah, we call you budget. Okay. Uh, Chicago, yeah, he's going to jump out and come back in. There was, he was yeah, not showing you as muted, but I could not hear a word he was saying. So, um, yeah, now, defense says, uh, I don't until this gun loves a SAR 9. I love a SAR 9. I, I, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of great things coming out of Turkey. Um, and it happened for a while. It's just, and Chase, you might be able to, to bring this up, but why has kind of like the Turkish handgun explosion happened in the last five or six years? Was it hard to get imports before that? Or were they already here? Just no one knew about them or what? Some of it was already here and they knew about them. And you've had a handful of really good manufacturers been around for, you know, 30, 40 years or doing really good work. But most of us just didn't know about them. That's what it really comes down yeah. to is the general American public didn't know, or they were making guns under license for other companies. Well, there you go. That or one a thing, lot of people didn't realize. One thing I yeah. got when, when, um, back at NRA, I, you know, I had went to, I had the privilege of going to dinner with some of the, the Turks and, and Chase and whatever. The privilege. That's when, the well, privilege. I want to be what nice. I'm nice. huge in Turkey. Right. I want to be what nice about it. Nice. I am. I am. I, I, have to, I have to. I'm the spokesperson for Turkey apparently now. But anyway, um, can you hear me so, now? Yeah. Oh yeah, we can hear you for sure now. Yeah, you sound good. All right, cool. And um, it, just yeah, but real quick, um, one of the things that that fascinated me about the conversations that were had and stuff is it seemed almost like, you know, they have the technology, they have all this just awesome machinery that, that rivals any major manufacturer in the United States as far as technology and everything else. But yet they don't have their pulse on the American market. So in talking mm. with these guys, we were talking about old mill serps they could bring back, a lot of other stuff. And they were mm. like, it, it, for example, I mean, just throwing something out there, you know, that we, we were hyp- hypothetical, right? And we said something about like an M1 Garand, right? A modern Turkish version of an M gun Garand or whatever. By the and way, they were I'm, like, I'm down. I'm in. Right. You, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think everybody <laughs> would say that, right? And the guys literally at the table were like, oh, really? You think people would like that? And we're like, oh, my uh, God. Like, like, yeah. So, well, it's like, that's bring out Turkish Mauser, like in yeah. the country. People are like, that, yeah. would, that wouldn't sell. I'm like, are you high? Oh, yeah. my God. That yeah. would sell. And so, you broke the internet. <laughs> where, 
where a lot of Turkish companies, I think, and Chase, you can back me up on this or whatever, where I think a lot of Turk, not just Turkish companies, but I think I think uh, uh, international companies get crossed is they don't have the proper alliances within the United States to give them proper yep. feedback on what would be popular, what they need to produce, that sort of thing. Yep. And I think that that's yep. where that's one of the reasons Gerson does such a good job. It's not just that they have the technology, you know, machining wise, they do a great job and all that, but they're getting proper input from the guys at DAA, like, like Chase, not Paul, but at least Chase. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the issues that you have. And it's not just Turkey. It's, it's a European thing in general. A lot of them don't have the pulse on America and a lot of them don't care to have their pulse on America from dealing with a lot of other European companies in the past. Italy. <coughs> yeah. Italy, Germany, <clears throat> um, they really, they really don't care. They, it's our way or the highway. They always know better than you. And then they get mad when something doesn't work. And I'm like, well, didn't somebody try to yeah. tell you that wasn't going to work in the U.S. beforehand? Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's a lot of the issue you run into there is they don't have a pulse. And I mean, it's, there's there's different countries and different areas of the world have kind of their own style or flair that doesn't necessarily equate to what the U.S. market wants or whatever market they're trying to break into. I'm just kind of concerned that Clover is the one with the pulse on this because now all Turkey's going to import is 22s and shotguns. No, I don't have a pulse no. on this. I'm not at all. I'm just really huge in Turkey. That's all. Yeah, he's, they started sharing his videos, and now he's like he popular gets over hundreds there. of views in Turkey. I would get mobbed if I took a trip to Turkey. I, I literally at the airport, they would be. It would be like literally, literally gets tens and tens. Of views. Hate the Irish there or what, dude? Uh, that's crazy. because they'd be after your lucky charms. Don't lie. Well, it could be. Uh oh, Mike, Mike dropped again. Dang it! Come on, Mike. Mike dropped. Uh, come on, Mike. Hope he might be Mike in Soho or something. Not sure. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, he might I be mean, in Soho. I, take, I honestly want to go to Turkey with Clover just to watch him try to eat. Dude, he wouldn't eat anything because he wouldn't know what it is. As long as I have a translator, I'm good. I'm good. All you'd hear is they don't have real Mexican food in Turkey. <laughs> Mexican food in Turkey sucks. I guarantee you this Mexican food. The Turkish Mexican food would not be very good. I'm going to no. let me say that. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't think it would be. Not Chase, have you Turkish had Mexican Spanish food in Turkey? No, I haven't. I got to ask Keith if he has, and I got to know. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> I do know that like the people we work with a lot are like friends with Salt Bay, like for real. So like. They knew him before he became this like internet sensation and all this stuff. And they're like, yeah, we used to eat it with him all the time, and now he wants like four hundred dollars for a steak. So we're kind of out. Yeah. Um, so there's so there's hey, just, normal just, food. Hey, you got the stuff, EAA like, platinum card, bro. You can do what you got to do. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm still not paying. <laughs> I don't want a gold leaf steak. I don't care how much money you spend on it. You wouldn't really. Really? You wouldn't I mean, want to try. Wanna... You wouldn't want to know what a four hundred dollars steak tastes like. I've had gold leaf in food before. It's terrible. Like I want to only enjoy okay. the food. Like, I want to enjoy yeah. the experience. I mean, like gold leaf in a dessert or something's one thing. I mean, it's no different. Yeah. Gold Schlager. We were all younger. Yeah, we used to but, shit gold all the time when I was a yeah, kid because I exactly. drink so much of that shit. But I my shit was worse than back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Chicago Mike says, I'll definitely take a trip to EAA. Here's a great thing about EAA, guys. 
they're bringing in some great firearms and all that. Um, and I would say this even if Chase wasn't here, but uh, the people over there are are like for real, like they're they're good people. A uh, bit crazy, but they're my kind of crazy. A bit uh, crazy. Like, wow, we're, crazy. We're super PC and very corporate. And- <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll put it this way. I, I will say this. I will say this budget. I don't know if anyone's told you yet on Tuesday of shot, it is coat and tie. Like usually most people wear like dress up on Tuesday. But I will say this. Um, if you don't have a sport coat, no matter what day it is, um, to walk in EAA's booth, you need a sport coat. If you don't have one, they will provide one. They are uppity like that. Just saying. Yeah, I've even I don't got like own the, one. I've even got like the British like fox hunting like red ones. If you really want to get fancy with it, if you really want to have fun, they do have smoking jackets as well. It is kind of one of those things. Oh yeah, they're Clover with nice. a smoking jacket because he'll get out his 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 pipe and try to be all sophisticated. A and smoking shit, jacket. Man. I thought that was like the one you got with the Marlboro. Points or stance, right? I used to have one with a camel on it. Mine <laughs> says, Mine says stunt man on the sleeve. So, just <laughs> oh, is, is it the bright red, like shiny jacket? The old, uh, yeah, the old Lee Majors red stunt man jacket. That'd be awesome. Hooper. It was Hooper, wasn't it? Was it Hooper? Stunt man mm. on the sleeve. Yeah, I think Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I think so. Is it, okay. Yeah, I knew it was one of those, the shiny red. Mm-hmm. Members only looking kind of jacket thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Some shit back in the day. Dude, those are coming back. By the way, like members only is a thing again. God, I hope not. I'm dead serious. I saw that shit the other day and died. Uh, does Paul have terrible. one? I'm still waiting on the Bugle Boys, the Stonewash Bugle Boys, to come back. I'm in then. Bugle Boys with OP man. Remember the old OP stuff? OP <laughs> was a shit back in the day. I just want to know how long it took me to realize that someone changed my name to my beard. <laughs> you just now saw that? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that someone else besides me has power in this live stream. I don't know who it is, but it's just what it is. <laughs> but it is awesome, my friend. It is awesome. It's uh, we have gone. Okay. We have gone way past the topic. Uh, we are as as Gear Report says. We're in the shit shooting portion of the show. So oh, I thought we yeah, started that, that. that topic, man. Oh, it was yeah. going a long time ago. Yeah, it was going along. It was. It was. It was. It was uh, a topic that I wanted to bring up. Um, but it's an uncomfortable topic, and, and I'm, I'll get back to it just for a second. Um. Yeah, I, I think if, if, if people are honest about it, I think there are certain people in certain situations that should not be carrying. And as much as I support concealed carry and believe that everyone uh, should want to, it doesn't mean that they should. That's just my well, take. Well, I think it goes back to the thing of we need to police our own so the government yeah. doesn't think they need to police us. 100%. I couldn't yep. agree more with that one. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Casey, they... And- the case in point is the the first guy, first time I took my uh, concealed carry class here in Ohio, the instructor was an absolute moron. And, and he's one of those guys that we're talking about that just shouldn't even carry a gun, let alone be teaching a concealed carry class. You know, he, he was passing off such gems of wisdom as uh, go to the flea market and buy a steak knife that's different from what you have in your drawer. That way, if you got to shoot somebody, you can put it in their hands. And and other Ooh, stuff that's like a good that. Idea. 
Thanks for that. Yeah, budget. yeah. Make make sure you shoot. Make sure you carry full metal jacket round so it'll poke two holes and they'll bleed more. Um, mm. stuff like that. I ended up. I I called the NRA and told them all about it and got witness statements from other people who were there and told the NRA all about it. And he ended up losing his instructor cert because he was a complete fucking idiot. And I don't feel bad about snitching at all on that one. Cause I think that he could have done more damage than he did. Good. I think just saying, I think when we talk about policing our own, there's two sides to that. Our, our community does a whole lot of policing our own, you know what I'm saying? As far as opinions of what other people do and all of this other stuff, uh, getting in other people's business, so to speak. I think, I think where we lack is on the other side of it. You know, there's two sides to that coin of, of, of self-regulating and self-policing as a community is you've got to have the ability to stop and think when somebody throws a criticism, right. Or, an idea or a suggestion or something your way. Um, instead of jumping straight to being defensive and that guy's just a butthole or whatever, which quite often is the case, let's be honest. Um, but taking a quick second to be objective and go, hey, is there any validity to that? Right. Um, right. And then and then making those self-adjustments uh, accordingly. So just because somebody says something in the way that's that's maybe rude or hateful or degrading or whatever um doesn't necessarily make it untrue and we've got to be willing to stop sometimes and take a look at that absolutely um can i kind of go around the room real quick i'm gonna start with chris uh anything that you want to touch on kind of clean up of what we talked about tonight and then kind of go ahead and, and plug your channel your project so people can find you and all that stuff you got the yeah. floor yeah I, like I said, I appreciate the invite. Um, yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a good discussion. Um, one thing that I didn't bring up earlier was, um, you know, back when that uh, store shooting happened up in New York, uh, I think back during the summer, um, I actually had someone send me the actual video from the GoPro that that guy was wearing. And after watching that, I was like, it kind of changes your whole uh, thought process on what's going to happen in that situation. Um, you know, watching that video, I realized one thing. When that guy got out, when he got out of that car and the, the people that he killed in that parking lot, I don't care. You could have been the baddest ass shooter in the world. Nobody would have stopped that guy. Uh, Jerry Mitchellek could have been standing right across from that guy, and there was no way that anybody was going to stop the kills in that parking lot. And when he went into that store, I don't know. It was just, you see, you hear about these shootings. You think about how you're going to handle things like that. But yep. I probably watched that video 50 times in a row. And I kept looking at like different scenarios, like how could this have been stopped? And he killed all those people in less than a minute. I mean, he cleaned out that parking lot, went into that store, cleaned out that store and was back out that door in a minute. And it, it was, it was one of the craziest things that I ever watched. And it was like, 
it, you know, I was sitting there and it was like running over my head. I'm like, this is the ex. It, it's kind of like the exact same thing that I do in a USPSA competition, except he was using real people as the target. And it, it was so fast. And I guess the point I'm trying to get at is like trying to figure that out, like how you would have stopped that or how you would have done something differently. It all happened in less than a minute. And, you know, it's, it is, I, you know, you just hope to, you hope to God that no one's ever going to have to be in that situation, but, but, you know, it's going to happen uh, somewhere, someplace, but it, uh, it definitely changed my, the way I looked at it after seeing that, because, yeah. it, it, you know, it's graphic. It, it was very graphic to watch that. So not to end it on a low note or anything, but. Oh no no no! I mean that's that's that that I mean, that's that's what this is about is is the conversation and you know going into it like I I think that the biggest thing is is I think that we as gun owners all of us have to be completely honest with ourselves when it comes to making the decision to carry. Uh, what are your reasons? What is your why? What are what do you honestly believe that your capabilities are, or what are the things that you can't handle? Uh, if if we're able to be honest with ourselves individually, I think that we should be okay. I think that it's also a responsibility is if we see someone at the range that may not be very safe and all that, and we think that we're pretty sure that they're they're carrying, it's okay to say, "Hey, brother, you know." Um, make me a little nervous. Maybe we should work on some stuff and try to help them in, in a positive way. Um, one of the things about carrying that I also tell people, and I can't speak it for other states. And I'll come back to you, Chris, and all that here in a second. But I can't speak about it for other states. But in Arkansas, once you get your paperwork done, you send it into the state police. And it takes anywhere from a month to two months or so to, to usually typically get your, your permit back. So I tell people all the time, if, if you're new to carrying um, and you have a month or six weeks or whatever it is that you're going to have to wait for your permit, that is a perfect opportunity um, to start carrying inside your house, um, getting used and carry maybe even with an unloaded magazine at that point, but getting used to carrying People understand you're going to have to probably change maybe some of your wardrobe or how you wear clothes if you're going to conceal carry. Um, but get used to carrying. Get used to drawing. Dry fire all the time. You've got that month or six weeks. Put it to use. Learn how to carry because I see this all the time. People are new to carrying. They go to the grocery store or whatever, and they're constantly touching their gun like underneath their sweatshirt or whatever. I don't know if you're worried that it's going to fall out or if it's not there anymore, um, but that brings attention, unnecessary attention uh, to you carrying. Um, so once again, if you're not ready, even when you get your permit, if you feel like you're not ready, you're still nervous, you don't have to carry just because you have your permit. Wait till you are mentally and physically ready to carry. That's all, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I'm going to bring Chris back in, finish up your thoughts, whatever, and then go ahead and tell people where they can find you. Yeah, um, you can find me on uh, here on YouTube at Chris from the 740 and uh, same over on Instagram. And uh, tomorrow night at uh, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, we'll be doing the Wednesday night live chat over on my channel. And uh, 
definitely don't want to miss this one. We got a lot of, uh, it's a 2000 subscriber party and, uh, we got a Congrats, lot of cool bro. stuff we're giving away tomorrow night. So, uh, Congrats. You've done it. You've done it the right way and, uh, you're working hard. You're doing a great job. I'm really, really happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate all the help too. You guys have been a big help yeah. to me. So thank you. That's the great thing about this community and, and, and you probably, weren't around you, you might have heard of but i don't think that you were around when gun channels was an actual thing um the rest of us were part of that gun channels crew but we call the gun channels crew and it's it's a serious thing like you know you're part of the gun channels crew even though you weren't really around when gun channels was active i don't think um but the gun channels crew it's pretty cool crew we don't all have to be best friends we don't all have to get along um because that's just life but the cool thing about uh, having a crew is you've always going to have someone that you can fall back on. That's going to help and, and no questions asked and all of that. So that's a, it's a cool thing. You're kind of an honorary member of the gun channels crew for sure. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you. You got it, bud. Charles Leggett. I don't remember seeing this name out there, but welcome Charles. He said, I actually had my daughter carry a P320. Um, sig pellet gun for a month before i got her the taurus g3c the pellet gun is a blowback with magrities that's a great idea i never thought about that um yeah getting a pellet gun and at least they can get some trigger work with that 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 pellet gun um hell even getting something um i would i would say like a blue gun or something just something but if you, if you know what gun you're going to get, you can go ahead and get that gun and just, you know, carry it without a magazine, do some dry fire, work on your grip. I, but a pellet gun's a great way. You're actually going to get the response and get a little bit of that, that trigger pull in there. Uh, that's kind of a cool thing as well. Um, but, yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, Charles, that's really cool. Uh, I never thought about getting the uh, the pellet gun up, but that's a good idea. Uh, budget going to bring you in. Hey, any last thoughts on anything we've talked about? Go ahead and clean that up and then tell people about your projects and where they can find you. Uh, first off, thanks for the invitation. Glad I can actually take Always. you up on it tonight. Uh, Glad to have you, my brother. As far as final I'll thoughts on the six weeks, my man, six weeks. We'll see you. Man, that's all the time it is. Holy crap. That's awesome. Less than that, actually. <laughs> um, you know, to, to clean up the topic from my end of it, you know, as several people said, and I said in the beginning, everyone has the right to carry. As far as I'm concerned, doesn't matter. You have that right. If you choose to exercise that right, make sure you do so responsibly. And I think a part of that is, while it should never, ever, ever under any circumstances be mandatory that you do so, it's a damn good idea to get some kind of training and to not only train, but practice that training so that you're not fumbling with your draw stroke so that you know how to clear your cover garment off your, your pistol. So, you know, okay, as soon as the go button is pushed, I've got to clear my cover garment, draw my pistol, move to cover. And you practice doing those things so that you're not caught just kind of fumbling and fumbling and end up getting shot before you get uh mm. get done what needs to get done you know they, that stuff doesn't happen just immediately just because you carry the gun it's not a magical talisman that makes you defender man it doesn't work that way 
gets some. But also, just because you're carrying a gun doesn't make you a trained operator or anything nope. like that. Um, yeah, there's a lot to be said about if if you're inexperienced and new to guns and, and all that, and you're nervous about handling. Um, there is a legitimate way of you hurting yourself. Um, you, you shoot, you shoot the inside part of your thigh. You got about twenty seconds before you bleed out. Just saying. So uh, yeah, be smart. Yeah. It's okay to admit to yourself and other people, I'm not ready. Um, it's okay. It's actually responsible. We talk about being responsible gunners. Part of the responsibility is knowing your limitations. Let's just be honest about it. Absolutely right. Uh, that being said, I'm Mike. Despite the fact that I am the the YouTuber formerly known as Budget, I'm Mike with MK Outdoor <laughs> Journal. We need, to, we, we need to give you like a print symbol, like a, like a print symbol, the artist formerly known as. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, the artist formerly known as Budget. Uh, find me here on YouTube at MK Outdoor Journal. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Same handle, MK Outdoor Journal. Um, I'm ki I've kind of put my live stream on hiatus for now, uh, mostly because... I, I need to get this crap behind me done and out of here and dealt with right. and my studio read and remodeled. And, and uh, I, I just, I kind of want to wipe that slate clean and, and, and start fresh with it. The right of the people yeah. will be back. Just, it's going to be a little bit, probably sometime after shot show. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to try to start putting out some more produced content. I know I haven't kind of haven't done that in a while. That's another reason why, my live stream is on hiatus because I was focusing on that. And I want to focus back on, you know, actually reviewing some guns and doing some shooting videos yeah. and stuff. Uh, if you are into leather craft, you might want to check out the newest video I dropped about Weaver Leather's retail store opening up, which to me is a huge thing. Weaver Leather is yeah. one of the big names in providing leather craft items and tools and leather and all that and they just finally opened their retail store the good thing about nice. that is they're only about 15 minutes away from my day job so they let me go over there and shoot some video and i give a little store tour awesome. and whatnot so go check that out if you're into that kind of thing uh once again thanks for uh thanks for uh having me here and i'm looking forward to seeing you guys at shot 100 uh we noticed that chase Even jumped up but Chase had to jump out, but he is still on the live chat. Um, so it's nice to see Chase out there giving us some some comments out there in the chat. So um, nice to see him again. Um, let's see here. Uh, Chicago Mike says, when's my, I do this every Tuesday at 7 Central, the real time zone. Uh, being in Chicago, that's, that's your time zone. But yeah, every Tuesday at 7 Central, man, uh, hit me up if you want to come on. I'd love to have you on anytime. I don't think I've got your email, so send me an email. Um, send it to ghosttactical at yahoo.com or whatever. Uh, there's an email in the description of this video that you can reach me on as well. Send me an email, so I'll have your uh, your email, so I can send you a link if you ever want to come on for a show. Uh, snob, um, the only thing that we truly care about what you have to say is that Bristol's okay, so... Um, other than that, um, if you were going to do anything uh, content-wise, where could people find you, and what would that be? Um, yeah, I don't do content. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as bad as budget. I do more than he does, but 
You definitely do more than Sarge. Uh, although oh, yeah, I did I, see a Sarge dude. video come out. Dude, it's not hard to do more content than I do. I mean, <laughs> just like put something out and you've got more content. I've been lazy lately. I've really got some stuff I've got to do. It ain't going to happen until after this weekend. So, But i got to try to get some stuff done if it doesn't rain this weekend. Chicago, yeah, Mike, Chris, he says he'll be at your live chat tomorrow night. He said he'll be there. Um. Go ahead and, and, and let us know where we can find you uh, on the on the interwebs uh, and all of that stuff. You have any? Do you have any projects coming up besides trying to get Bristol healthy? No, I got a few things I need to review, but other than that, yeah, not really. Not I didn't get ready for shot, but yeah, you can find me. That's I'm right. the gun snob on the YouTube's, and he is the gun snob. That is for damn sure. That is for sure. Uh, real he's quick, still gun snob. stuck up some. Bit. He's still gun snob. Yeah. Uh, for real, uh, HVS, it's been a minute, bro. Um, so yeah, it is good to see you out there. Um, yeah, bro, it's it's been a minute, a couple minutes probably. Um, so yeah, welcome back. Man. I hope to see more hey, of you. Sure. What are the odds? What are the odds he's still talking about cryptocurrency and lava tubes? Just saying, uh, cryptocurrency is doing better than mine. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and Karambits—that's mm. another—that's another HBS thing. Like, good lord. Well, see, me and him used to have really good conversation about Karambits, but he right. lost me back in the day about the the lava shooters and the uh, and the uh, crypto. At the time, I I didn't even know what cryptocurrency. I didn't know what Bitcoin right. was back in those days. What right. the hell are you talking about? You're right. You're right. I didn't know there what lava shooters were. You know. Nice. Yeah, uh, nice. There you go. I put a short out yesterday, and it was a Karambit that I had that I was, actually was this one that I'm carrying in my pocket. And uh, I used the old crocodile dundee. That's not a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> I had a good one time with those. Um, real quick, Mike DeShoes, do you have an Instagram? Well, thanks for bringing that up, asshole. Uh, I'm not calling you an asshole because you're an asshole. Uh, no, a few weeks ago, uh, my Instagram got deleted. Um, thank you. Uh, Rich put my new one out there. So I, I did start a new Instagram out there. It's Ghost Tactical 2.0. Um, obviously, it's going to take me a while to build it up. I probably won't ever get it to where the other one was as far as follower counts, um, which is fine. Uh, but I am asking if you are an Instagram, go follow Ghost Tactical 2.0. Uh, that is the the new Instagram, but yeah, Did my Instagram. Instagram do that on purpose. Uh, they deleted my Facebook and Instagram, and the email. Why? This, the, this is the weekend. I'm getting ready to tell you. Uh, this was Watermaker weekend, so Friday night I realized I couldn't. It kept logging me out, and I couldn't get into Instagram. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Um, that next morning I get an email. And, and so that night I had to take a picture of my driver's license and all this. I think that's just something they, they ask you to do. Well, I get an email Saturday morning and it said that we have uh, disabled your Instagram um, and Facebook. I got two separate ones uh, and they're both the same thing. Uh, due to security reasons, we can give you no more information, but this decision is final. It gave me no recourse, no way to challenge it or anything. And about an hour after that email came in, they were gone. Like, and I'm not talking my ghost tactical Facebook. This was my personal Facebook. Gone. So which I means mean, now I can't even get to my ghost tactical Facebook because I had that was 
tied to my personal. My Ghost Tactical Facebook still there, but I can't do anything with it. So it's just sitting there in limbo. It's I mean, fantastic. do you have a threeper tattoo or something? <laughs> right. Uh, I have no idea. I have no. To this day, there has been no reasoning as to why it's gone, but it is. Wow. It is gone. Um, but yeah, so if you're out there and you are on Instagram, I'm asking everybody to go follow Ghost Tactical 2.0. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah. Um, Fudalorian, I know you don't do shit on YouTube. Um, he's got 27 channels, but he doesn't do anything with them. But um, if you were going to do anything, what could people find you? Like, do you want to talk about all 27 channels or what? It's up to you. No, I'm not going to talk about all 27 channels. I dropped a video on the, the Clovertech channel earlier. I saw that right before the uh, show. Yeah. Evolution of my uh, EDC rotation, which spans from what, 98 to 2022 and 11. Depends on how you count them, I guess. 11 or 14 handguns, one of the two. Um, so it's a longer video than normally I put out. Still, I think it was what, about eight and a half minutes. So not crazy long for that many covering that many firearms but uh yeah if anybody wants to know kind of the the history of uh what i've been through with carrie there it is and it may give you some ideas or some thoughts you know on your own uh evolution because you know it doesn't evolve over time like things happen um what else oh i said you put the uh link out there earlier for the ghost and clover stickers and so, yep. uh, officially, we are past the halfway point. So, nice. they're limited They're limited to 200. Uh, CloverTech.com slash shot2023. They're limited to 200. We are over the halfway point. Once we sell all of them, we will announce the winner uh, of the $1,600 Even if it takes six years. Even if it takes six true. years, we're going to wait ah, this out. <laughs> it won't. It won't. We're over halfway there now, so it won't. Um, yeah. and honestly, the last person to buy some just before this show started, I wanted to mention that I doubt very seriously they're listening. Um, and we'll talk about why. What all does fair. that mean? But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about why. All fair. What does that um, mean, bro? <laughs> but anyway, they were one of several people, uh, that have bought pins. Um, oh, nice. So keep in mind, um, you don't have to buy <laughs> just one. You can buy as many as you want. Quite a few people have bought ten. The more people that buy. Well, first of all, for every five you buy, you get an extra entry, which is nice. Yep. But the yep. more you buy, um, the better your odds are going to be because we've talked about that before. If everybody bought five, your odds of winning that would be one in 40. I mean, do the yep. math, right? So um, with everybody that buys five and 10, I mean, the odds just get better and better and better uh, right. for that uh, right. for that that uh, that prize package. But I don't know if you was listening earlier, and I don't want to give away a lot of details, but we may be adding a secondary, like a second place prize. Uh, I did this. hear that. I did. Uh, hear I don't that. want to give it's that away funny. just yet because I've got to, we got to talk, obviously. We haven't had time to discuss that. Um, but just keep tabs yeah. on that on that uh, site, clovertech.com slash shot2023. If we do add the secondary prize, then and I think that's a three or four hundred dollar <laughs> prize. I so heard it was a four hundred dollar value, is what he said. Yeah, something like that. So I heard uh, uh, right. I've got that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't, like I said, we haven't finalized. I'm not saying that's a thing, but keep tabs on that website. Whether you're looking to buy the stickers or 
uh, you already have. And if that becomes a thing, we will certainly add that to the, I'll get that added to the website. So everybody knows. Um, other than that, man, that's, that's it. <coughs> I think. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, it's, it's, yeah, we'll talk about that. I don't see any reason why that can't happen. Um, but yeah, uh, logistically we'll have to talk about some things, but yeah, those, those certs are pretty badass. Um, really, really cool, really cool things. I've had one for about three or four, well, about four years now. And, um, I kind of, kind of when they were about a year old, they came about five years ago, I guess. And I got one about a year after because I wanted to kind of hear what people thought. And, um, yeah, I, I like it. It's, it's pretty cool. You know, I got a Glock 19 one and it fits in holsters and it's, it's a really cool, it's a really, really cool um training device for sure uh yeah thanks for coming on uh budget and chris and snob chase was on earlier um chicago mike we had issues uh we're gonna get him on some other time for sure go check him out uh chicago mike the shooter on youtube and i'm sure he's probably on instagram and all that stuff um looking forward to the next uh month to five weeks or whatever it's going to be uh prepping for shot there's going to be a lot of probably chats about shot uh people are going to get probably get sick of shot i there's no way for me to get sick of talking shot i can talk year round about it uh go check out tuesday mornings at nine central and i, I keep saying sooner because that's the real time zone tuesday mornings at nine central over at gun websites youtube channel he and clover do every week they do a a great um shot show chat they have in the last for the last month or so they're probably gonna go i'm assuming all the way to SHOT Show. Uh, there will be one where they bring in a bunch of guys have been going for a while to talk about it. But next week, um, next week on Tuesday at 9 Central, as of now, the time might change, um, but I know that there's going to be two or three people and maybe more that are going to be first-timers going to SHOT are going to be on with Clover and G. Um, you know, budget is going to be a first timer this year. Chris is going to be a first timer this year. I know that she fires, uh, has been going to those chats a lot. She's going to be a first timer this year. There's a lot of people going. That's going to be a first timer. If you are interested in joining that chat, I'm sure Clover, you can probably get a hold of Clover and, yeah. uh, yeah. probably get you on. If you're willing to jump in on the, on a live stream, uh, if nothing else, get into the side chat on those things and ask Definitely. questions. Cause that's what it's there for. Um, yeah. I watch them just because even if I'm, you know, but, uh, you know, you can always well, learn something yeah, the, the, and the, we can always share more advice on the side chat as well. Yeah. So, yeah, the beautiful thing about those is, you know, you've been a regular participant as has Miso Gunstop, uh down there, yeah. uh, been regular <laughs> participants. And it's great because, you know, we typically go over whatever the topic is and we field some questions along that line and then we cover all the questions. But you guys are addressing those questions at the same time and maybe things we don't yeah. see in the side chat. So there is a place for people that have been to shot before, you know, to help out. So, yeah, 100%. we and definitely to be fair, appreciate You do not that. have to be there at nine. You can show up at like noon and it's still going. And you're still the talking. It's a little yeah. shorter. But last oh, week, but, you can yeah. show up at like 3 o'clock, and it was still going. G can talk, man. He can talk <laughs> with the best of them. Yeah. The, the, the great thing about G, if you guys don't know G, um, the great thing about G is he is a wealth of knowledge. It's just very difficult to keep him on track. We'll just say that. Um, he, I think he starts out every chat with good intentions of going for an hour, but four hours later, he's still 
rambling. So he I love it. A lot of great information. A lot of great information. Yeah. But G loves shot, and you can tell it. And oh. listening yeah. to him, he gets yeah. all in on yeah. it. Well, I think we all do. All oh, of yeah. us that have been yeah. realize it. And Very that's passionate. the thing. Until you go, you don't know what you yeah. don't know. You know, it's that yeah. simple. It, it's going to be awesome. I can't, you know, more importantly, I can't wait to talk to She Fires and Chris and Budget and some of the other ones that are going this year for the first time. I can't wait till a week after we get home from shot and everyone's rested and all that to have a conversation uh, about their experiences, because here's the thing we build shot up a lot because we all love it. And I, sometimes you, you think, well, maybe I hope we don't overhype it, oversell it. I don't think we can. Uh, but I always yeah. love talking to people their first year when they get back and say, man, I, I was expecting a lot, but it is even more or, it, you know, whatever. I love hearing, you know, what happened. And luckily, we're budget's going to be staying with us. And so we'll get to kind of have those after action reports every night, which is a cool thing. Um, but I remember when, when Clover and I, in our first year, you know, it was G Webs. Like, yep. you know, every morning at yep. seven, that, that's and where yep. we, that's where we started the whole 7 30 morning breakfast every, every morning was G when it is there at 7.30 the next morning so that we could talk about what happened the day before. And it was it was great. It was awesome. Instrumental, uh, I, I loved- instrumental for us was G-Webs, and we can't forget Jeff with, with Gear Report, too. I mean, both Jeff of and Gear Report. I mean, by and large, G. Don't get me wrong. G's, G's the OG. Yeah. He's the godfather. Um, and, he is the godfather. Know, uh, would not be... Well, for better or worse, probably where I am today without without G. Uh, but Jeff, as good. far as yeah. as far as shot show and navigation and things like that, uh, yeah, Jeff with Gear Report played a big role early on too. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a name out there as much as it kills me. At least for the first year, he was instrumental in um, talking about maybe some work ethic stuff. Um, as much as it kills me, Tack Daddy did help out a lot that first year. This is true. We found out a lot of stuff after that that um I know, but Kevin. I will rather. I will I will give the guy credit. Kevin Kevin helped out a little bit that first year um on on, yeah. on how to maneuver some stuff and, and how to do things. Uh, I don't want to sit there and say he was completely worth it because he wasn't that first year. Now, after that, it's a whole different issue. For me, Kevin came into play and was a really big help post shot show with NRA. Yeah, for me, that's what I'm talking about. But that, yeah. that first year, he he did help yeah. a lot with how yeah. to maneuver through some of the stuff, and 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 he he was actually yeah. uh, a very big help on taking the the contacts that we made and taking that next step. And he yeah. was very Kevin, good at that. Kevin was Tag Daddy sucks, but Kevin. Was. Yeah, you're right. Kevin Kevin was. Kevin was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, all right, guys. Damn, I was trying to get out of here at two hours, two hours and twenty-two minutes. Uh, if you're still alive out there, thank better. you so much for the people that are live out there. Um, you're not getting your money back. Sorry, um, it's spent. It's it's all gone. If you're watching this in replay or listening to this in podcast, and you've made it two hours and twenty-two minutes, God bless you. Uh, you might want to go get your head checked. I'm pretty sure you got some issues you need cleared up in your head. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a decently nice guy. I know that I'm an asshole. I get that. Uh, I understand that. But I, I do have, like, 
there is a part like I'm like Vader. I still got a little bit of good in me. Not much, but I got a little bit of good left in me, you know. Um, yeah, anyways. Um that's just rebel scum propaganda. Uh, exactly. Vader did exactly. not return to the light. No, 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 he did not return to the light. Uh, but he did have some, he did have, I'm not gonna say he had some good or he had some light in him. He still had a little bit of Anakin. He wasn't all Vader. Anakin was still there. He, he he was a he was the badass Lord of the Sith, and that's the way it is. No rebel propaganda. Yeah. In my world, <laughs> he went out a badass. There you go. Eat crayons, hundred percent. There you go. All right, guys, we're gonna get out of here. Thanks so much for watching, listening, all that stuff. Make sure you hit that thumbs up, share this, subscribe, go follow us on Instagram. Um, there's no reason to go to Facebook anymore because it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. We're on Twitter uh, technically, but I don't do anything. Most of my Instagram stuff goes to Twitter, so it looks like I have a presence on Twitter. But I think Twitter is a weird place, so I don't go there very often. Um, but yeah, follow me on that stuff. More importantly, go follow Chris from the 740, uh, Tack, the gun snob, uh, MK outdoor. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, go Chicago, Mike, the shooter. Yeah. Go check these guys out and, uh, we will see you soon. We'll see you next Tuesday. Super five.